This podcast is brought to you. Shut the hell up! Nike, Adidas. Put off in your and anybody else that will pay us. Like anybody gives a shit. Hello and welcome to show 125 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 125! Did you know that the Parthenon was constructed in Rome by Hadrian in 125? This is all terrible intro. Yeah. Ah, that's fascinating. What about all the Roman scholars who are uh, tuning in? Well, I just just fell asleep. I was just going to say, can you wait me up when he's finished? (laughs) Jesus. Wow. 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 I mean, well, seriously, wow. Show, Stu. That Parthenon or something. What's I mean, going on, Stu? Seriously. Uh, Parthenon or something. Like, this is some weird thing. What, what's the Parthenon? What is, I mean, what is that even? What? It sounds all nerdy or something. Are you serious? You don't know what the Parthenon is? Not really. It's, it's a Roman-sounding kind of yes. word thing. It's a Roman, the, the columns. The thing where they had the plays and everything. Oh, you're doing a great job of describing it now. It's the thing with the thing well, with the columns. Well, that's why people tune in. <laughs> you don't <laughs> even know what <laughs> it is. Didactic Syncast. Neither do I. Is a building in Rome, Italy, commissioned by Marcus Agrippa as a temple to all the gods of ancient Rome and rebuilt by Emperor Hadrian in about 125 AD. Uh, is it in Assassin's Creed somewhere? Oh, if it's not in Assassin's Creed and it's from the ancient world, I don't know it. I might have, meant, I might have noticed it if it was in Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Don't worry, listeners. I am not listening either. (laughs) Uh, Let's introduce people. Let's introduce people. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I'm the daddy, I think. (laughs) Hello, everyone. And we've also got Duke. Yes. Do you know that? Do you know when you I don't use this trackpad? It's not as precise as my mouse that I'm used to. Do you know when someone does that thing and then it goes wrong? It was like that when it's all gone wrong. I was expecting you know, you know when you like on those old films and you used to have those great big massive like old fashioned tape cassettes with yeah, the big. Yeah, no, no. It was like one of those going wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I, I was always that kid. Can I run the projector? <laughs> oh, I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. I bet you used to get really excited, didn't you, on film day at school? Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, but that clicking noise it used to make was like, oh, something else for you, wasn't it? Well, it was awesome. Because yeah. it was the power, man. I loved having all that power. Well, no sweet. All, all right, who else we got? Yeah, we've also got Ginny. The good guys dress in black. Remember that, just in case we ever face-to-face and make contact. The title held by me, M-I-B, means what you think you saw, you did not see. So don't blink B, what it was there is now gone black suit with black ray-bonds on, walking shadow, moving silence, guard against extraterrestrial violence. What the hell are you talking about? But yo, we ain't no government list. We That's straight lyrics. don't exist, no names, no Smith. fingerprints. Uh. Saw something strange, watch your back. 
because you never uh, quite know where the MIB is at. Uh, uh, and uh, here come the men in black. I never saw the second one. Was it any good? And I don't know if I have any nah, faith. The, the best thing one. about the second one, it has Rosero Dawson in it, who's she's beautiful. Pretty... She's absolutely amazing. And in City, she's just, oh, my God. So that was the best thing about Men in Black 2. Apart uh, from that, it was stupid. So do you think Men in Black 3 is going to be any good? Eh, you know, it's fun. It's just a fun film. You know, whatever. Will Smith says, says, damn! And then uh, some aliens show up. And Tommy Who's the Lee woman Jones. that's in this one? Huh? Isn't there some woman in this one? No, like Josh Brolin's in it. The, the guy uh-huh. from the Goonies. You know the guy in the yeah. Goonies with the red band? He was the teenage punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, No Country for Old Men and all that. Oh, that's him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, John. Oh, that's a great... We just watched that not long ago again. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. Not many people know that the teenager from the Goonies is that same person. I don't think I would. I, I haven't. We watched the Goonies like five years ago, and it was like, this movie isn't nearly as good as we remember it. You know, yeah. actually, I watched an, an excellent film this week. Oh, yeah? What's that? It was called something like. I can't remember the exact title now. Well, this but is it was, I know, riveting. <laughs> it was called TT, Close to the Edge, or something of that, or the Edge. Sounds horrible. Yeah. This is typical stew, everyone. We were Just a minute, let me... Conversation. Me and Duke was having a... Closer you know, to the end. Forth, hey, I was nearly thing. right. I was nearly Stu right. Stu comes in with something that's... Story, 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 story time. time. Yeah, it was called TT, Closer to the Edge. So I was almost right. I was two letters out, or one letter Closer out. Closer to the Edge, baby! Um, and basically, it was a documentary on... Do you know what the TT is? Does, does I do? uh, no, somebody know. looking, scowling online? An Audi TT? No. It's a crazy motorbike race that they hold on the Isle of Man every year. Where no one on the Isle of Man, that's the only problem. Yeah, but the, that's, that's with no tails. But to put it into perspective, right, these guys are completely crazy. So, well, they're on the Isle of Man. Like, well, there's no one there. Yeah, but they race on, on the Isle of Man. And like, one lap is a whole lap of the island, uh, which is about 50 miles or something ridiculous. So, and and each, each race lasts about five laps. So that's what they But they're, they're averaging speeds of about 170 miles an hour on motorbikes on a road like. That's crazy. Track. You can get hurt. Oh, yeah. No, well, since the race began, 231 people have died. Oh, my God. What are they, Racing. nuts? And during this film, there's some crazy stuff Racing. happening. Racing! Yeah. Racing! <laughs> See what um, I did there? Yeah, uh, there's some crazy stuff happening. So it's definitely worth watching. I would recommend it. it Dude, so I good. think I've sent you a, a documentary clip of somebody on the Isle of Man. If you could play <laughs> that for us, um, for anybody that doesn't know, Isle of Man is located just east. It's uh, off the England coast, just by where would you say? Well, it's it's west. Manchester. It's, yeah, it's it's in between Ireland and sort of. Yeah, but I know that. But it's like say Wales, level level with what on? England? Yeah, it's level with about Manchester somewhere like. Yeah. This is a documentary. Panning across, there's a caravan. We're from the Isle of Man. <laughs> Both my sister and I have lived there all our lives. All our lives! We wouldn't live anywhere else. That's because of the deviants, you see. Deviants? Yes. 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 Did you talk about the deviants, yeah? Deviants? Yes. Good. We're from the Isle of Man. Yes. <laughs> so it's known? it's the backwoods Alabama of the United Kingdom. Who'd have known that random comment about a film I watched would lead to that? <laughs> well, see, that's why they want to call it a deviant syncast anymore because that's what people associate with deviant. Uh, but yes, recommended. The Isle of Man. If you've got it, it's available. <laughs> yes. 
It's available on Love Film streaming. So yeah, get in. No on one cares it. about your films. This podcast uh, <laughs> brought to you by Love Film. But I have to say, I have to say, there has been some sad news this week. Very sad news. Is it about video gaming? Not really. But God damn it! But it's, well, this, is, this is sad. This is very. Right, go ahead. What's your All sad right. news? All right. Okay. Here we go. I suspect this isn't actually sad. It, no, it, no, it really is. Okay. No, I think right, it is. Ahead. Alan Oakley died from cancer this week. Sorry, who's that? Alan Oakley. Who's that? He's a man who designed the Rally Chopper. Now, for, yeah, uh, for anyone in the UK who remembers the seventies, will remember the Rally Chopper. You know, an early eighties. You know, it was it was around for a while. But he was based, he went up for a trip to America, you know, and saw, you know, the, like, Harley-Davidson choppers and all that sort of stuff in American motorbikes, and then he designed it on the back of an envelope. So he, he drew his first drawing of the rally chopper, like, bicycle on that, and then made it, and it saved rally from bankruptcy. So, you know, that. this guy's... But what was cool about it, right, it, it had a double seat, so it had this big, big seat on the back of it. So you could do a, a you know a backy really easily. Well, you know what? Like, that. He means a wheelie. No, a backy. Right. No, a backy. Where you get two. Oh, you mean like where you get two on, Chinny, God, everyone knows the difference between a backy and a wheelie. <laughs> yeah, a backy man. You, you, love it. you don't know the difference between a backy. Um, but there, there is. I thought, a, I thought you was on some wacky backy. There is a video game connection. Oh, thank God. We there finally is. got to there it. Is. 12 minutes in, we're talking about video there games is. at last. Because, because... Welcome, new right. listeners. Because there were two popular bikes at the time, incidentally made by the same company. And uh, one was called the Trials HD. No, one was called the Chopper, and the other was called the Grifter. Okay. Ooh, and is... the, the Grifter was like a very early sort of, looked a bit like a BMX. Right, made made by before BMXs became really popular, made by Rally. But you either had a chopper or you had a grifter, and if you had a chopper, obviously you dissed the grifter and vice versa. So it was very similar, oh, to, you know, Spectrum and the you know Commodore sixty four or the PlayStation and the Xbox. You know what I mean? So it's similar in that way, I guess. I never gave a sugar. About All right, it. check it. Let me tell you this closing. I <laughs> no, know we stop, both seem stop, stop. imposing, but trust me, if. <laughs> We ever show you in your section, believe me, this is... What the hell are you talking about, Will Smith? (laughs) What the hell is he talking about? Um, But I was going to ask you, did you have... Were there iconic bicycles in in America? Like, (laughs) I just wondered, you know. Seriously? I'm just asking. Finally get to the freaking show come out. I know you threw your teddy about a bicycle, so I wondered if it was... Yeah, but that shows you how much I care about bicycles. You know, I just wondered if it was an iconic one, you know. did you? Did no, I don't even know what kind of bike I have now. Uh, Stu, if you want to start a bicycle podcast, it's <laughs> fine. But don't talk about oh, bicycles. Bicycles. On really? Video game podcast. Look, it's yeah, very really sad. On video games. Very sad that Alan Oakley has died. He made a very cool bike, and by the looks of it, he made the... Uh, uh, I like the other kind. Uh, well, like a grifter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that's very sad, but... Not relevant. What if, what <laughs> if I, I make a tenuous link to the game Paperboy? Would Quickly, make a tenuous happen? link to a video game. <laughs> Any kind count? of link to a game would be better than nothing. <laughs> anyway, talking of video games, we should talk about those, I guess. Because, you know, anyway. Talk about me absorbing this dragon soul. So, Duke, I've got to ask you, right? Have you yeah. played anything apart from Skyrim this week? Yeah, I played something other than Skyrim. What did you Are play? Are we getting into what I've been playing? Well, we might as well. I mean, because... Well, I'll pause Skyrim and we you can... You know, talk. well, yeah, seriously, you're not allowed to talk about Skyrim. Look, we've heard enough. 
So I can't even talk about how I'm getting confused between the two games no. like upstairs and down? Because no, it's getting confusing. That's called senile dementia. No, it's not. <laughs> if, if it were... If first it was just, world was, problems. It is a first world problem. It's like, it's like top 10% first world problems. I have this game system upstairs and another game system downstairs with two high definition TVs. Oh, what am I doing? Uh. <laughs> but here's the thing. I also talk for an hour each week about how much the banks are screwing us over. So that shows my working class solidarity. Yeah, Let's not You're posh. down with it, man. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Here, let me say, first of all, oh, yeah, shout out. Theme Xbox has a new podcast. So I haven't listened to it yet, but they're working on getting it on iTunes. IP told me about it. I haven't listened yet, but I will. So everybody well, should I, listen to the Theme I Xbox listened podcast. to the first episode, and I haven't seen one since. Uh, but, he said the second one's out. But he's not on it. I was like, no. why is he not on it? It's weird. Because IP's shy. You know him. I know, but I was expecting IP to be on it. I was a bit I'd love like, to hear him on it. I think he'd be good. Yeah, I'm like, where's IP? He's, he's homosexual, and Apple don't well, like um, homosexuals on uh, podcasts. You require a three-bedroom <laughs> bisexual house share in Walthamstow. Is that correct? Uh, you just made know, that up, didn't you? That's slander, that, you know. Yeah, you no, 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 Apple do allow homosexuals Oh, it's slander if it's negative. Why would it be negative for someone to be gay? People are gay. Yes, you. What's your problem? Yeah. No, you, you, I hate on gay people. You were making it out in a negative comment. Oh, uh, yes, you <laughs> Homophobic. Anyway, we're getting off the point. What have, what have you been playing, Duke, apart Wait, from Skyrim? No, I have something else I have to say first. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the, the profile on Xbox Live is an anachronism. It's, it's so outdated. You have, like, 200 characters to put a profile. That's not enough. You should be able to embed a video, and then when people click it, they can go to the YouTube app launches, and you can see the video that they've got in their profile. Uh, you should be able to say, like, click here to add me on Facebook. The profile on Xbox Live should be much more dynamic than it is. Also, 200 friends on the friend list. Okay, what have I been playing? Skyrim. No, wait, I can't talk about that. But I have been playing a lot of Skyrim. Just ignore that. What else have you been playing? Right. Uh, Joyride Turbo. Oh, my goodness. It's awesome. It is. Here's, Here's, if people don't know what it is, here's what it is. It's Mario Kart with graphics from Team Fortress 2. With no connect support, is that correct? Who cares? I'm just asking. Has he got? I don't it... know if it has connect support or not. No. I don't give two eggs. Chinny, that there's no connect support. No, no, I don't think so. But I played it with IP, and it's a lot of fun. And I bought it, and the Duchess and I are going to play it soon. Wow, and... it it's you fun. know, it's it's Mario Kart. It's it's yep. good fun. He's a bit and, too uh, simple for me, but I only played a couple of tracks. Oh, pretty so. simple, but whatever. I didn't even realize that was out. I must have missed it. I thought it was going to be really dumb, but it's, you know. Well, the first job I was, wasn't it? Where you had to stick your arms out and then, like, jerk oh, forward. Oh, was and that back. a connect game? Yes. Oh, well, so that makes sense why you would ask that. I'm like, well, that's hey, why I, I was asking. About everything now? <laughs> no, um, right. no, yeah, it came out. Originally, it was going to be free, right? With microtransactions. Right. And then Microsoft went, no, 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 no. It's a connect game. And then no one bought it because it was stupid. So they went, uh, let's just make it a proper game. And now it's good. It's well. Yeah, good. The graphics yeah. are good. The animations are good. You, know, you could like flip fun. around your car while you're going over a jump. Yeah. But, it, yeah. but it automatically writes you. So you don't have to worry about, oh, I've got to make sure I'm landing correctly and all that nonsense, like in Trials. And he's still got your avatar and everything. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. 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 It's fun. It's cute. It's definitely oh, worth a giggle. I will have to I love the bit where you, you unlock the shotgun and you can shoot everyone's heads off. Wow, I, I didn't, think I didn't think you was allowed to do that with avatars. When did that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, I also played the Ridge Racer Unbounded. 
Ridge Racer. Why do you always say that when we talk about Ridge Racer, Jenny? <laughs> there's, there's, um, there's a famous thing where the owner of the, the guy who runs Ridge Racer said Ridge Racer like that, and everyone says Ridge Racer. Find it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Ridge Racer sound. And it is Japanese, to be Ridge fair. Racer. Make some noise behind the sound team as they discuss the sound. That's not it. I don't know. Try, what, you keep talking about it. I'll try and find it. Yeah. Right, you find it. Anyway, this new game, uh, Ridge Racer Unbounded. Uh, let's see. Hmm, how would I describe this? Uh-oh. <laughs> I knew that it's, was you know, it's actually not horrible, but uh, it's it's hard. It's it's got certain things that are broken in just the right spots, and it really makes it for a game breaker. It's overall good racing, but the track is not well defined, so it's hard to tell where you're supposed to go. And it's to- you have this power thing. It's like, and they call it power. Like, get ready to use your power. No one man should have all that power, but. It's not clear how you're supposed to use it. So I'm driving by. First of all, sometimes you can use it and it just boosts you. So you just, suddenly you got, it's like nitro, but you're just, and the other times you go buy something and there's a little red flashing thing. It's like, use your power to destroy this or whatever. And I tried pushing all the buttons when I drove by it and it didn't do nothing. So I'm like, what the heck? So then I went back and I tried to find out where it, it's, it's trying to be like, hey, uh, maybe I was like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to drive through it, you know, like in Need for Speed or whatever. So I drive, drive through it, and it just, <laughs> you crashed. And I was like, great, what the heck? What am I doing wrong here? Uh, what the title is going to be, by the way this game will actually start. As a matter of fact, this screen also brings back memories for me as well. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it does for some of you. Uh, and I'm sure you're dating yourself by saying that you remember. This is I don't Kaz know if remember Haroi this at E3 2006. Uh, opening. This was actually on the original Gallagher? PlayStation game as well when it was loading the game. Of course, I'm not a very good uh, player even there. Game is powered by Namco. It's Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Remember that one? All right. So let me uh, let me go right ahead. Get right into That's the game. That's not me, people. That's whoever uploaded oh, this. This brings back memories. I don't know if it's just me, but here we go. Whoops. Ridge Racer. It's Yeah, you know, but it's funny. It. You're just doing that because he's from Japan. No, he's from America. No, but he oh. was doing a sort of Japan sort okay, of well, action thing. The game sucks. Um, it's and it's whatever. It could be good. You know, it looks good, sounds good, all that That's stuff. That's on the back of it. It could be good. <laughs> Driving's fine, but it's it. First of all, it's trying to do like what seven other games have done. Okay, Need for Speed games has the chase breakers or whatever they're called. Drive chase breaker. And and then Split Second has the destroying the environment thing, which I think this is supposed to be destroying the environment. Shut the hell up! Sorry. Shut the hell up! But. It's not very good, so whatever. Skip it. Um, Skip it. Let me just the max- bounce with me. Just bounce with me. Just bounce with me. Come on. Let me see you just slide with me. Just slide with. These are real lyrics. Otherwise, oh, very nice. From the Men in Black song. <laughs> These are real. It'll be. It'll be in a Star Wars Connect game soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's probably already Use in the there. Force with me. Use the force. <laughs> with me. Um, 
So we had the Max Plane 3 playdate, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to be part of it. I'm not going to go buy that just for the playdate. And then I went to see, oh, wait, maybe I can get it at the Red Box. What are the, Red it's Box. not very good odds, but maybe they'll have it. Maybe. He <laughs> said it looks stupid. Ah, uh, no, it didn't happen. Except that it did! So I got Max Payne 3 and I was there for the play day, yeah! Well, I've, I've got a story about this. Oh, snap, I was hoping you'd have a story yeah, about yeah. this. I've got yeah. a story about this. Story. You already heard that. Because ultimately, Chini was Chini was meant to be hosting this week, wasn't he? Because oh, he's a big Max now. Payne person, isn't he? Here you know what I mean? Go. Fucking Chini. So, <laughs> fucking hell. Well, so, yeah, we had to host it. You up 20 minutes late. Well. So listen, listen, right. So I'm playing a game and watching out for Chini to come online. Because I thought, well, when Chini comes online, obviously, he's, he's obviously ready to set up the lobby, etc. Because, you know, I don't really know how to do it. I'm not really playing the multiplayer. I'll let him sort it out. And then... Lo and behold, I don't see him pop online, so I think, oh, maybe he's not going to bother doing it after all, right? And then I get a really angry message off you going, where the hell are you? You said you'd come and play this game. <laughs> yeah. What? It's voice message, too. You should have recorded that for posterity. I know, yeah, I've got, I've got Wait, it. I, I, I recorded it. Here it is. I got it right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like, that, that was really I, mean, I was waiting for Ginny to come online. He's that like, was all your wedding bows as well, dude. Yeah. <laughs> And then, right, so the, so, so the official start, let's get this straight, the official start of the play date was 6 o'clock. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're going to complain about Chinny being late to the play date when you were playing Assassin's Creed 2 instead yep. of being at the play date? But I was waiting for Chinny to turn up. and then he Why did... are you waiting for Chinny to turn up? Because I thought why he was hosting it. Yeah, but why didn't you look at your friends list and be like, hey, well, I didn't realize Max you Payne 3. Thought we're playing. But it wasn't just me. It was other people playing Max Payne Well, you didn't invite too. me in when you started up, did you? And I was off. I didn't invite anybody in. I assumed people were going to come in on their own. Jesus. I'm a busy man. I don't have time to be inviting people and in. And then he shouted at me. <laughs> I shouted at everybody. You should be concerned when I don't shout at you. When I yeah. send you a message, it's like, hey, Stu, how's it going? Uh, That's what I think Duke is going to murder me. Yeah, so I can't believe you were shouting at me. Yeah, well, that's how I, you know I love you. If I ever talk quiet, you should be concerned. When I go, hey, Stu, we need to talk about something. You should run. Yeah, you should go to sleep. Anyway, how, how <laughs> do you... Is that Eddie Murphy? Why yeah. don't you just go to sleep? <laughs> I didn't want to do that, baby. <laughs> how did you like it, anyway? Come on, how did you like Max it? Max Payne 3. I loved it when we Thank were you. playing Team Deathmatch with Lock-On, and then we started playing the objective-based games with no lock-on, and I hated well. it. It's the worst oh, game ever. You were doing well. You, you, got, you said, I was ah, doing okay. but this, it, is, all right, this is my Duke impression. Shut up, Duke. All right, this is my Duke impression. <laughs> ah, for fuck's sake. Why are we doing a fucking prayer? All right, like, then you was top of the leaderboard. I was like, shut up, dick. So it was, uh, he was repping. Oh, my God, I feel like we're podcasting with Duke now. <laughs> I know, it's so funny, because I was actually doing it on, I was doing some of it on purpose. The rage was real, but I would love to oscillate between, and see if we can pick up on it. Like, I'll start off with, like, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm getting killed a lot, and I'm like, this is the worst game ever, I hate this game. And then, like, I have a slightly good round, and I'm like, this is awesome, best game ever made. Because <laughs> that's kind of how I am as my personality in general. As you may have noticed, I tend to vacillate between the two. So, catch me on my manic swing, people. Uh... Yeah, I, I did have fun with it. It was good. I, I definitely like the modes where you lock on better than those you don't because, I don't know, I can't be very accurate with my noob modes. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty noob. I've got to say. You know what else it might be? Like, I need to change the uh, sensitivity when I'm doing no lock on because when you can lock on, you want it to be 
moving quickly, right? So you can move yeah. around the screen quickly. But when it's not locked on, you want to be able to fine-tune it, and it's hard to do that when it's very sensitive. Sometimes it's harder to shoot in the free aim. It's harder to shoot them when you go in slow-mo. Like, I do a oh, dolly, yeah. all right, and like, I think, oh, it's going to be easy to shoot. And then, like, my, my cursor's all over the place. So, like, I just do like a it silhouette like, of them. It was like halfway through the play day before I realized, hey, you can dive without going into slow motion. I'm going to do that because I, I had more fun and better, you know, better accuracy and stuff when I – dived without going into slow-mo. What were you going to say, Stu? I was going to say, Ginny compared this to as good as Uncharted uh, 2 and 3, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I thought it was about that. No, I didn't think it was as good as that. Why not? What's, it's, what's, the aiming wasn't as sharp, I don't think. Uh, I, I felt, I, it didn't I feel... I think the same, to be honest. Nah. I, I don't think you're think holding Uncharted in uh, kind of... I think uh, Uncharted feels better to play in multiplayer. Play a lot than you think. And I don't, I don't play many multiplayers, so I don't have a lot to compare exactly. to. Shit, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but the aiming, the aiming in, in, in Uncharted is way better. Uh, the aiming felt, I'm with Duke, it felt a bit all over the place. But then I'm yeah, not. But, but, that, but from my perspective, that was just because I wasn't used to it. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I haven't I'm played used single to it. player at all, so, I mean, you know. Yeah, well, single player, I've got soft for lock why off. I suck at it. I've got I'm soft used to it, and I, I was terrible. I, but I don't want to sound like I've got excuses. But I think you I, won me some money in the wagering, though. That was yeah, cool. I did because I had to shoot as many bullets as I can. Right, a, I, I, I wasn't playing on my Xbox. I was playing on Ballet Bully's Xbox, uh, um, and it, like, the TV so you was didn't really have f- that broken controller like you were complaining. No, about it was the- re- it was really far away, and I didn't have my glasses. But <laughs> and I was dying of hay fever. I like I, I was I had really bad hay fever on uh-huh. Sunday. So. Oh, stop making excuses. Oh, no. I've got excuses. Now, listen, I've got beef with you. But I had no I've arms. got beef with you, I have. I... Right. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> I've got beef uh... with you, Chinny. Mike. Why? Because, right, on the overseas connection, you said, and Stu said the, the, the intro was really long, and it isn't that long. It was 10 minutes I typed Absolute it. Absolute bollocks. 10 it, bollocks. It's, it's kind of long. 10 minutes. No, it's not 10 long. minutes. No, it's not. When I watched that, because when I watched that, I was right. I'm in for a long intro here. But see, that, no, that's it. You were expecting it to be really, 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 no. really long. It's and so you, well, you didn't don't think, think it was very long. Oh, sorry. I was I was not sure what to expect. So it seemed a little long to me, but not horrible. You don't long. think ten minutes is a long time before you actually take control of your character? It's not ten minutes. It is ten minutes. I timed it. I'm sorry. I timed it from the no. moment, from that bah. opening bah. intro bah. to bah. the menu, and I pressed start straight away, so it carries on into the main oh, part that's... of the game. It first was all, ten exactly all, ten minutes. I, a, you're sad because you told it. B, the reason to B because the A was so great. So <laughs> also, Stu, I gotta tell you, I'm with Chinny on this one because I did a search for Max Payne three opening credits, and the longest one I'm looking at here is five minutes. Oh no! No! Oh, no. Oh, there's two parts oh, to it because there's the opening oh. cinematic, right? <laughs> then that finishes. You go into the menu, you press start, and then wow. the game proper starts. Oh, I didn't go to press start. No, no, you. But you were talking about the oh, the no, first no. I was talking about the, the moment from putting wow. the game in. To you taking over the, the moment thing. you put the game in, this is loading, and then it's cool. on the flip side, I thought it was really cool, so I wasn't that bothered. I wasn't right. saying it was. Let's I was just, just leave it there. Long. We all we all agree it's cool. long. I didn't think Hold it was on. that cool. Wait. What he's pouring himself? He's getting drunk in his apartment. How is that cool? Oh, this is the part where he takes another drink. No, but it sort of sets the scene. I thought it was kind of. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it did set the scene, but I don't know that I would call that cool. I call that basic exposition at the start of a film. Oh god! Anyway, I wanted to give some <laughs> shout-outs to the people who showed up for our play date. So if you'll allow me to do that, 
PG tips. That's a kind of tea, isn't it? Yes. Hey, I know something about the UK. I'm awesome. Uh, Thumble, Jonesy, SKX, Nemesis, John Mouse, Stu, Chinny, and Johnny Boy 123 wanted to get in, but he couldn't get in for some reason. He had played the multiplayer the day before, but for some reason he couldn't get into our party. He couldn't get into our game. So sorry about that, dude. Maybe you'll be around for our next play date. Which, by the way, I might as well tell people now, next week is Sunday the, I don't know, what day is that? A week from yesterday? 27th? That's like 3rd of June. 3rd of June, fine, thank you. Uh, It's going to be the Joyride Turbo, because I have it, and I love it, so join us for that. It'll be fun. Actually, that probably would be kind of funny if people pick it up and buy it. I I wonder if you could, uh, because I know that IP, no, no, we couldn't get into the multiplayer without it buying. Never mind, you have to buy it. But it's worth it. Check it out. It's only 800 points. It's good. So can I, ask, can I ask, did you play any more of the single player apart from the intro? Hell no. I didn't play any more of the single uh, player. Uh, I got it from the red box. It was $2 a day. I'm not going to start getting into that. I had Skyrim to play. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and dare I ask, have you played any more Witcher 2? No. Oh, for God's sake. I played Skyrim. Have you played anything else then other than Skyrim? Skyrim. Okay, we'll ignore you now. Right, Chinny, what have you been playing this week? Uh, well, I've been playing Skyrim this week. <laughs> uh, Yay, Skyrim! He's lying. <laughs> um, I have um, a new game in my possession. Wow. Newer than Max Payne 3? Newer than Max Payne 3. Oh, is this Ghost Recon? Ghost Recon, Back to the Future Soldier. He's uh-huh. um, in my possession, but still in its shrink wrap. I yeah. put that on my game file and sent Saints Row back, so I should be getting that soon. Well, someone was baiting you because I someone I saw it was either on the Facebook or Twitter or something. I saw someone put um, uh, Ghost Recon better than Max Payne Three. Ooh, no and then did. someone else put, "Oh, Chini's not going to be talking to you anymore." Oh, it's on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let me find. Did someone say on. Twitter? I think it's on the Facebook. Hit it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's here on the. Oh, oh yeah, Jason Powell. Yeah. He said, I'm not surprised. It's better than uh, Max Payne 3. Everybody's entitled to the opinion. Fuck you, Jason. All right, so <laughs> uh, this is Ghost Recon. That's Ghost Recon there. <laughs> um, so the shrink crap looks great. Uh, the pictures <laughs> on the back look great. But I've been playing Max Payne 3, and uh, the multiplayer's good. Not a multiplayer I'm going to be playing forever, but I'll give it a, a month or two. Single player's good. Um... The, I think it, it is a game that loves itself a little bit. You know, it spends a little bit too long in the cutscenes, maybe. Oh, um, I'm not... Look, it's it's a great game. Like, there's no way it's a bad game. No, it's um, But, you know, like it, there is a bit of... Another fucking cutscene. You know, there is a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. It's like, good, though. They're all well done. The only, oh, yeah. The only thing I feel like playing it is, like, it's it's... A sort of almost like a wolf in sheep's clothing. It's like really glossy graphics and stylized and presented really, really well. But it's sort of hiding really old-fashioned mechanics and stuff. What it, what it does, it does well. And it, it, it Rockstar have, have picked, you know, uh, the bullet time and the shooting and just honed in on it. They haven't done the the feature creep thing that Duke talks about, where they've put in a, like a fucking a second blade, like Assassin's Creed Two or a hook. They've they, they've gone, right, this, these are the core mechanics. He dives and shoots in slow motion. You can activate slow motion when you want. And they've, they've put in the new one where 
you know, where you're, you're kind of like your last stand and you shoot the person um, who shot you and you use a painkiller. And that's pretty much it. Right. They tend to focus on story more than they do. Everything you know, else. Every, well, I think stuff. they do, but they they focus on immersion. They focus on uh, environment, animation, and story. Because, you know, they every single tiny bit of movement that Max Payne does, they've made it as realistic as possible. The way he loads his guns, uh, the way he holds his guns, throws grenades, goes into cover. It's as, it's as fluid, uh, you know, as you can get. It's yeah. beautifully animated, um, well written and fun because you know they, 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 there's so much detail in the environment. So there's one level where you see these kids playing uh, football in Brazil, and I just I just watched them because I, I thought maybe it would loop. You know, like they would kick it a bit, like kick it and kick it, and then just the, the animation would keep looping and looping. But it didn't. I couldn't see it looping. I was like, wow, this is going to go on forever. And then eventually, like I mean, this was. You know, like a minute or so, and the right. kids just get their their mom calls them, and oh. they run off around the corner. Like you, you know, that that's just aesthetics. It's just in the background; you'd never see it, and it's brilliant. You know, like every tiny little detail. You're on a boat, and you go into uh, one of the one of the sons one of one of the brothers' rooms, and he's a bit of a player, and he he likes to have sex a lot, and he's a drinker and everything. And you don't have yeah. to go in the room. It's not part of the storyline. I mean, I think there's like a, a collectible in there or whatever, but it's there's nothing telling you that you have to go in. And there's all these little details. There's like condoms on the desk because, you know, that's what he would have and drinks. And the bed is freshly made because he's never in there. And Max Payne says a line of dialogue that you would never get if you never walked in there saying, you know, this is this is his bedroom. Not that he ever spends any time in here. So <laughs> it's it's cool that like... They, they go to those little tiny details, and those are spread out all through the game. Those are just a very small cross-section of the details they go to. Uh, it's brilliant. It's a fantastic game. Max Payne, he's probably one of the most luckiest uh, video game characters ever. Um, well, you know, it's funny because uh, uh, Tom Bissell said that uh, Max Payne, I asked him what's his first impression, and he said that Max Payne is horrible at his job. Yeah, that, I was just going to say that. Max Payne is the worst security card in the world. Like, like everybody he's trying to protect is, you know, in a bad way. And yeah. if, if if I was, like, rich, and he's like, right, you know, Mike, this is Max Payne. Max Gold like, right, Bye. Right, like, there's no way I would let Max Payne look after me. Um, because, you know, buildings explode when he's around. And he even says that himself. They kind of allude to it. Like, you know, bad luck follows me everywhere I go. And you really do get the sense of this guy is very, very unlucky. Um, you know, just, just don't cross paths with Max Payne. It's a great game. I'm on the last level. Um, I know I'm on the last level because I spoke to somebody who's finished the game. And I said, he's the last level in a blah, blah, blah. And he said, yes. So uh, I mean, I'm on the last level. I don't think I'm that far in. I keep sort of trying to get through it how have you found the difficulty spikes in it i mean i'm i'm playing on easy and i'm well, still I having started, occasional issues not very many but occasionally i started it on hard free aim that was unbearable absolutely unbearable i couldn't i couldn't play the game because there's, a, there's yeah. a bit of grenade spamming very akin to call of duty i think even on easy um I don't, now i'm playing it on normal free aim right that is hard it's not an easy game. Oh, I, I, I can't think it is. 
It's not an easy game. Duke, I don't think... The way it would fall for you, Duke, I think you'd have to play it on easy and you'd have to use soft lock. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how I'm playing it. I wouldn't recommend any higher for Duke. I think uh, what's interesting, the more low ammo, Duke, Duke, you suck at games, no, so you should play no, this. It's not that I'm big, just kidding. I know, I know. Get very frustrated very quickly. <laughs> yes, I And do. it has some Murrays as well. But I played the first Max Payne game, and I did okay with that, so I mean, you Yeah, know. this isn't made by them, though, is he? Well, I'm saying, This isn't though, made by like, Remedy. So. Yeah, but I've played other Rockstar games as well on regular difficulty. I'm not horrible. Yeah, this no, is, no. This is no, but this <laughs> seems really hard. I know, I know. It's a different kind of game. It's, I a, it's a very hard game. It's not easy, and uh, I mean, yeah, I'm struggling. On, I mean, I don't look really, really get stuck, but there are moments when I just go, oh, yeah, this is annoying me now. There was an area where I was in, and obviously, I'm not. I don't want to give any spoilers, but I guess it's just an area. Too late. But, there was multiple routes to where my position was, and the amount of times some guy would sneak up behind they, me. I'd, they will oh. there as well. They, they, if you yeah. wait long enough, they yeah. will advance. And then, it, and then it's an instant kill thing, and you don't even see it coming, and it's just like a thing, and then you have to go all the way back here. And you're like, oh, Talking about that, some of the problems with the multiplayer, by the way, uh, melee is instant kill. If you go on YouTube, there's a YouTube channel called Corridor Digital, right? and they just released a video where they do kind of like... A lot of like a series of instant kills in video games. So they have Halo in Master Chief there when he slices you with the sword. They have like Call of Duty when the, the, the knife goes in your head. And if I reckon if that video was made a week from now, it would have the Max Payne melee. Because when someone hits you in Max Payne multiplayer, that's it, you're dead. Yeah. And, yeah. no... and I had that happen a couple of times. And I try to be, oh, this is how you get instant kills. I tried to do that all day. I was like swinging my hands around and doing yeah. nothing. It's not an easy kill, but it's an instant kill. Um, yeah. And the respawns are, are a bit bad in the multiplayer. They, they, they're not like... I mean, the other thing, just, just going back to the single player, it does suffer from that disconnect, you know, where a film, a game's trying to be a film. Like, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's... A, where Uncharted gets the right balance. Like, Uncharted's more of a game than a film, whereas Max Payne feels a bit more like you're watching... You're watching cutscenes more than you're actually playing. Well, there's a part of that, uh, but also, you know where they do these cool, like, mini set pieces where you're on top of something and you might be falling forward and you have to take it. sliding down. And you slide it, or whatever it may be. But if you get it wrong, then you have to do it again. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, that's always, that's always going to happen. Yeah, you know, and it's, because those things need to just happen, don't you? And that's where yeah, it's difficult yeah. to get that balance between well, the cutscene and gameplay. You don't want it? it to hold your hand, though, do you? you no, you don't. You don't. But obviously, once you've seen that dude, like, there was one if particular If you're not getting one, them on, Free aim. Uh, sorry, on soft lock. Then you, you're a noob. Cause no, I, there was one where it happened where I missed another character that I hadn't seen on the screen. I, it was sort of in the background area, and then yeah. I sort of thought I'd finished it. He sort of fell forward and he shot me in the head. I'm like, what? Oh hell yeah, you? I know, I know what you're, uh, you're talking I about. I was like, ah. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I, I only did it like I got it on the third time, but even then it was like. There's oh. one moment like that, Stuart, like where you go across on this kind of like, um, like tray uh, or trolley or something. Um, I, I for those moments, for for people that don't know, there's moments in Max Payne where something happens and it'll just automatically go into slow motion and you're either holding a chain that's pulling you up or the one that Stu was talking about, you're falling down or you're sliding down and there's like about four, five, six sometimes people and you, you know, if you kill them all, they all have achievements linked to them yeah. but only in free aim. Yeah. So you've got to do it in free aim. And there's one where I'm sliding the trolley, and I they're, they're basically they're all in a row, and I get headshots on every one of them. I'm going to achieve them for it. Well, do you know right? And this is the thing, right? If you pull it off oh, first yeah. time, it's super cool. When you pull it off, 
But as soon yeah. as you don't pull it off, it's no longer cool anymore. Well, and that's the happens with me. Yeah. He's like, I'll do a few good things. Like, look, there's there's one scene where like this guy was next to me, and if you if you press right trigger up close to a guy, he goes into a very short kind of like it hits him twice, and then you press the right trigger and you shoot him in the face. That's cool. Yeah. And then I did that, and then I dived and I took out two people, and then somebody else come and he killed me. And then the next time when I actually did the whole level, I didn't do it as cool as that. You know, I just got to manage <laughs> through. So there are moments where you do it really cool, then you die around the corner, and then you got to do it all again. You feel a bit stupid, but you know, it's yeah. Look, when you do put it off, it feels so cool. And there's, yeah, it does. It, it just it's cool to dive through the air. In slow motion, shooting people with guns. That that that's just always going to be fun in video games. Um, so Max Payne is great. I love it. Duke, please play it on easy with you know hard lock or soft lock on if you do manage to play a single player. And the multiplayer is good for now, but it won't be a key part in terms of like playing it like Call yeah. of Duty or anything. I would, I would I, say... I did one move where I was like, die, I dove through an open window, and I thought that was really cool to be able to like dive through a window. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and to, to be honest with you, you know, um, you know, these are only small criticisms I've got. I'm oh, enjoying yeah. the game, you know, it's don't small, get me wrong. It's a fantastic game. I yeah, mean, it's, it's going to be the for uh, uh, Game of the Year for me, obviously, but um, it's a great game. It's a great game. I loved it. And I still haven't finished it, but I'm very close, so yeah, it's good. Anything else, Ginny? Anything at all? I don't know. You don't know. Oh yes, uh, SSX. Oh, have you have you actually bought that, or have you got it on rental? Rental. Ah. So I played a bit of SSX, and I liked the demo, but I'm not that impressed with it. It's fun, you know, it is fun, um, but it's not really like grabbing me and blowing me away or anything. It's just. Yeah, it's it's all right. It's is it just like okay. more of the demo? Yeah, you know it's it's okay. I'm just not into it really. Like it, I, I like the demo. When I played the demo, I thought, oh, it's really good. Like the music interacts with the, and I just kind of I don't know, I instantly just wasn't in the mood for it when I played it. And I played it again, and I was like, yeah, it's not too bad. But no, it's not grabbed me so far. So I'll, I'll give it a whirl, but meh, meh. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. give it more of a try. I'll give it more. I, I'm not completely convinced that's going to be my final conclusion of it. But um, I, I don't feel like I've had a like a heavy, you know, session on it or anything yet. So maybe I'll change my mind. But so far, it's just kind of like a. I wouldn't be too fussed if somebody said they had never played it before. So right, yeah. okay. Well, I've been playing a modern game as we discussed last week. You know, I said I, I bought it on the show, didn't I? Assassin's Creed Two. I bought it. Yeah. Now. I did make ever such a slight mistake, okay, tiny one. Uh-oh. Although it wouldn't, to be fair, it wouldn't have made any difference at all. Did you all. kill a police officer? No. And what I hadn't realised is I played it on the PS3, not the 360. Uh-oh. So when I got the game, obviously I couldn't just go and have a run around Venice and have a look because obviously play the whole thing all over again. Yeah, right. So, but it wouldn't have made any difference because I've lost a save on the PS3 anyway. So I still wouldn't have been able to do that regardless. Yeah. So I started playing it again, thinking, well, it can't. It didn't take that long to get to Venice, did he? Yes, he does. He takes a long time to get to Venice in this game. I'd forgotten Here quite... It takes a long time. It does take a long time. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm not at Venice yet. Um, so I'm still sort of working through. But do you know what? Interestingly, I'm really enjoying playing it again. 
you know, and I'm about, I've managed to, I think I've probably played about four or five hours already. It's a great game. It is a great game. It is. And it makes me remember how good an Assassin's Creed game can be. You know, because even just yeah. the story, the, the, just what's going on, the start of it all again, you know, I'm really enjoying it. Story. You know, and it's, it's quite interesting because I, I very rarely play games more than once. You know, I can't even remember the last time I did yeah, play a game. Yeah, me I, I never played. <laughs> yeah, you play games more than once all the time. That reminds me, I have two more things to say about Skyrim after oh, you're done. Anyway, so I very rarely play games more than once. And, uh, but on this, on this occasion, I am for a, probably the first time in a long time. And I know that I'm neglecting Max Payne as a result in Witcher 2, but then there's no games coming out in the next sort of two months that I'm that bothered yeah, about. Yeah, we've got, we got a bit of a lull now, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, so I think I've got plenty of time to just steadily make my way through all the stuff I've got to finish off. You know, that's come yeah. out this year. This so is I'm backlog time, mate. This yeah, back. definitely. So I'm going to I'm gonna get Assassin's Creed 2 just to Venice, and then I can have a, a whiz around in Venice, you know, because I know it's still about a 25 to 30-hour game, so there's still a, bit, a lot of game to go. Uh, but unfortunately, it's the last third of the game when you get to Venice. So, yeah, I'm yep. just going to have to try and get there. Anyway, I will do. I'll make it my... That's going to be my aim this week, or at least next week. I've got a lot of stuff on this week, so I might not get a chance to do that. But uh, I'm on holiday next week, so I'm going to try and put some serious time in and get holiday. to it. must be nice to what. have holidays all the time. Jeez. Uh, yeah. How many holidays has he been on now? Three. Three this year so far. Yeah, I've right. a big expanse of time coming up. I could just sit around and play I, games. I know. He does now, all right, ask you, and you, you can show up as well, do. In addition, <laughs> in, play the Dragon's Lure demo. Okay. Oh yeah, the arcade. The, it's uh, Connect. Dragon's Lair with Connect. Oh man, it's awful. Right. It. It just. Is it? Right. Okay. In the in the sort of tutorial, I couldn't get some of the stuff to work. Right. And it was like, oh my god, I'm thinking. And you know how unforgiving Dragon's Lair was, don't you? It's like die every two seconds in the arcade, didn't you? So I thought, well, if I can't do it in the tutorial, I'm going to die almost straight away. Well, I didn't, right? They have put so much leeway in the actual game for you getting it wrong and so much time to do stuff. Yeah. It was like I got to the end of the demo without dying once, right? And half of the time, I don't think I pulled off what, even what I was supposed to be doing, but it still allowed me to do it. <laughs> So I think it is like. So, so I mean, let's be clear. Dragon's Lair was a wonky game back in the day. You combine that with a wonky connect, you get wonky, wonky, wonk. You do. But for whatever reason, they've decided to go with the. We're not going to make you die every two seconds because we know that would be really, really <laughs> frustrating. So yeah. So they've they've made lots of allowances for you to get it wrong. So now you just be waving your hands at random. And hey, you works. win. <laughs> just works. Um, awesome. But I did play another connect game. Which I've got to say, sadly, is very wonky, um, and I think oh, Greg Willie. Greg is going to be sad. Uh oh! I think he's going to be a bit sad. Uh oh! Uh, which is Steel Uh-oh. Battalion Heavy Armor. Um, it's from the makers of Dark Souls, so that's who made this. Okay, Ooh. and you know, I can I can imagine right. Didn't the makers of Dark Souls make Demon Souls? Or was it just different. They developer? did. No, from software they made both. So it's the same people that made yeah. that. Yeah, made this. Now, Japanese developer, then. It is. It is, believe it or not. But it is a mech mech game dressed up as a sort of Western game in some weird way. But, okay, first of all, all I thought, how bad can this be? Luckily, Millie wasn't around. Jesus, I mean, there's a lot of bad language in this game for a start off. There is swear. Shielded from a forever, mate. There there is, you know, a fuck. 
pretty much every other other word, you know, in the, in the dialogue. A lot of swearing, quite good, well written, I have to say. Very sort of it's full, very well written. Perfect. It's very full metal jacket ish, you know. They've gone yeah. for that sort of feel. Very sort of sweary and the really yeah, shouty like, sergeant. You're so ugly. Your sweat yeah. goes off the back of uh, your face. Yeah, that's, that's uh, Muhammad Ali, but that's funny. Isn't it? Yeah, but pretty much that sort of you know, sh- very shouty sergeant telling you what to do and screaming at you when you don't get it right. Uh, which is a lot of the time, unfortunately, with these controls. Um, I can imagine, you know, back in the day when you had that hefty control of knobs and switches and all that stuff on, it was cool and it worked because obviously your switches. Back in the days when I was young, I'm and it does what it's supposed to do. But in this, right, in the in the tutorial bit, I sort of got it, right? But you have to do this weird thing where you have to put both arms out and lean forward to go into sort of combat mode. Then you have to sort of put your arms out again and lean back to not do that. And there's, like, knobs and switches and levers. And, like, when you're in the actual in the game, once I got into the game, right, it's just like you've got to do this. So I was like, you've got to vent the, you know, if it starts smoking inside, you've got to vent it. You've got to remember where the switch is to vent it and you've, and you'll go to do that, but instead you'll go sideways, you know, and look at the person next to you instead of actually getting the, the lever you wanted. And when you do finally put your hand out and it, it, that recognizes that lever, unless you pull it in the exact right direction, it comes off it and goes on something else. And it was like, Oh yeah, it, it pretty much didn't work. In all honesty, the only so thing that works, so it's fucked. Like, yeah, the only way, the only, and then you had to do one thing, right? This was so funny, right? If you want to look out of the hatch on top, you have to stand up, right, and put your arms up in the air, right? Uh, but, which, which work, right? But then you have to hold the controller to control the binoculars at the same time as you have to hold your left arm up in the air to stay like with the binoculars. Uh, it's just weird. It, it it just didn't feel intuitive at all. It felt like, oh, my God. And I, I managed to get through the demo, so I did well, I think, and on the second go. Well done, Stu. Well done, I managed done, to do it. Um, but I don't know. I just feel that it will become very frustrating very quickly. And maybe some people will master it. But I, I found it very difficult, and it just did not work. It just didn't feel resp- anywhere near responsive enough for what you had to be doing. You know, you've got levers to start it up. You've got a lever to go faster. You've got a switch to put on fire ammo. You've got a button to do this. And it's just not... Because you're not actually physically pressing a button, it just doesn't work. I mean, there are some cool moments where, like, the guy next to you will want to do a high-five and you turn to him and stick your hand out and he'll do a high-five with him or you'll shake the hand of the guy on the other side when you've done something cool. But... And there was one bit, there was a cool bit, actually. There was a bit, and I did it twice. And the second time, it's quite, um, it's obviously not scripted at all, which was quite cool. Because on the first time through, whatever happened, the second time through, the guy to the left of me got all agitated and got, like, cabin fever type thing and tried to escape through the hatch at the top. Right, and I literally, as I as I saw, and I did it intuitively without thinking, because obviously I could see him going out of the hatch, and I sort of turned and put my arm up in the air and grabbed his leg in the game without realising I'd even done it, you know, just sort of did it. And I sort of pulling him to try and pull him back inside the cockpit, and as I sort of pulled him in, he got blown up, and I pulled him inside, and he all his arm was missing, and he sort of all his face, half his face was gone, right, and he landed back in his seat with a bit of a plop sound, right, and then all the other guys... In the in the cabin, we're like, oh man, we have we got to, oh man, that's so wrong, you know what I mean? I was like, oh my god, I wish I'd have let him. And he's like, why didn't you let him go? You knew that would happen. Then the other guys were getting all agitated because I pulled him back in, and it was only half. <laughs> but that was cool. 
I did like that. I thought that was very well done and clever because that didn't happen on the first time through. That only happened on the second time of the, doing the same section. So, you know, there's some, some sort of non-scripted stuff. But, I don't know. It just doesn't work is the top and bottom of it. Still the Italian for connect. We said meh. Meh. You know, and maybe the full game delivered, improved it. I don't know. Maybe no, I doubt demo, it. But I can't see how they can. It's just not, your arm does all that weird finger care. And I kept right, and I was sat with my arm at my side, and my left hand just intermittently kept appearing on the screen for no apparent reason, even though I wasn't moving it. I don't know. It's, it just didn't seem to... So either my Kinect's broken, <laughs> or the game's broken, but I'm, I'm guessing probably it's probably the game. game. I'm guessing probably it's the game. game. I'm going to guess the game. You know, yeah, I'll be interested to hear how uh, Greg gets on with it this week, I've got to say. Hey, Greg, how you get on with it? Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. um, I'm like, like, like loving it. It's like the best thing ever. Oh my god! <laughs> Sounds like Dave Chappelle doing. Yeah, you like do that. the worst impressions ever. Hey um, guys. <laughs> okay, I guess uh, it's no, no. I've, I've, I applied something else. What? Oh snap! Seriously? What? What else? Forgot what? to talk about this. Ooh. Talk about it now. Oh no! Now, now, now. Play, play Minecraft. Oh, what? Properly played it or just? I played the demo. All right, okay. I'll play it properly, though, because, you know, last time I played it with the Twins, and, you know, as I said to Duke, kids are just, just awful. Not awful teachers, just in general, just awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, you know, I managed to kind of get a proper game with it and, like, try and understand how you make glass and, you know, whatever the fuck you're doing it. Um, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. Hey. Didn't buy it though, but I'm still thinking about it. I'm still in the debating whether Don't I should do it. Buy it. Don't do it. Your life will not... be lost. I heard, I was listening to um, Major Nelson, and he was talking about, uh, you know, Minecraft and everything. Um, and then I was listening to Skullduggera, and he was talking about how mechanics and uh, passing yeah. hours have made like their own server by just leaving somebody in the world all the time. So it's just basically like running a server, I suppose. And. I don't know, I was just listening to it thinking, I'd love to get in there and, and just make a house or something. So, yeah, I don't know, I'm, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still still debating whether I should do it. I've got to say, that did sound very cool, what they've, what they've come up with. I know. The, you I know, just, the workaround. I, know. I understand when Duke says, oh, like, I've made my house and, okay, I'm safe, so what do I, what do I need to do? <laughs> but, like, I don't know. There's, there's do you know what's cool about that, though? Is that something about you go there and then you go there, say, a week later and all this stuff's appeared as if by magic. You know what I mean? Like someone's built a big castle or a massive house or whatever it may be and it's like, where did that come from? And there's a see, railway maybe track. Maybe I need to try it with, like, other people in a server. Yeah. And then I see, it. see, for that, you have to buy it. You know, like, yeah. Did you hear what Skulldugger was saying about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like, you were saying, like, you know, like the the, the gaming for the elderly uh, community have just made, uh, you know, a server, and like at the entrance, there's just all these chests there full of weapons for everyone just to use. Like, like they're just spare, and you can just go off and use them, and it makes you, you know, start quicker. And it just everyone's helping ev- everyone out, and someone's built a house underwater, and I'm just like. Man, I do want in on that, you know? It does sound kind of cool, doesn't it? I know, and it's just because I think the game is a co-op game, you know, on your own, yeah. maybe. You know, some people might have fun, but, like... Right. It's like it's like with Lego. Like, you you know, Legos were kind of fun sometimes, playing with yourself, but the real fun came when you'd play with someone else and you'd build something together or whatever. I think so. I think I so. I see that being the case here. I mean, yeah. but even, even, like, I just thought it was so funny even listening to, you know... 
Skullduggar is saying that he'd been in his underwater house and sprung a leak by mistake, but he fixed it. It was fine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No, it's even just, that sort of. I don't know. I just it just that 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 sounds fun. It just sounds fun. So I was thinking about maybe I should put that. And maybe it. you know I was poo pooing his PlayStation Home thing, you know, and saying he was a crazy person, but maybe he isn't. Maybe he's not a crazy person after all. Maybe not. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe he's both a crazy person and onto something. Maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's kind of cool, though. Huh? Yep. So I applied that as well. Uh, yeah. And it was, it was fun. So come on then, Duke. I know you want to get this Skyrim thing <laughs> out of the way before we go. Two more things real quick. Uh, Hang on. Yeah. One of them is kind of a spoiler, so heads up, people. Warning! 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 Uh, you can prevent the murder in Mark Hearth. People who have played it will know what I'm talking about. I didn't think you could. I thought it happened too fast. But I put in the shout where you slow down time. And, and then I was like, hey, I can prevent this. So that was awesome. And then here's the crazy thing. I'm playing this playthrough. I just got done with the Thieves Guild storyline. And it, not a huge deal. But uh, you become the head of the Thieves Guild at the end of it. Like, you know, everything in Oblivion. You know, you go through the storylines and it's like, you're the head of the Mages College, you're the head of this, you're the head of that. It's the same with Skyrim. So you get to the end of the Thieves Guild storyline, it's like, I'm the head of the whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then I get these stones of Baron Zaya, and it says, you take him to this character named Vex, and it says, uh, it was suggested I show my unusual gem to Vex, a member of the Thieves Guild in Riften. However, I'll need to wait until I'm a full member of the Thieves Guild before she'll be able to assist me. That's where it's stuck right now. Oh, dear. I'm a member of the... I'm the head of the Thieves Guild. What are you talking about? Yeah, but you're not a member, though, are you? What? <laughs> you're the head of it. That's different. <laughs> member. So, anyway, that's it. That's all I wanted to say about... Oh, and there's one more thing. about Not about Skyrim. Uh, Burr Salem told me that there's this thing with Hitman where if you put down a $5 deposit on the pre-order for the new game, they'll uh, make available to you this thing called the Hitman Sniper Challenge. And you can play some sniper bit of the game while you wait for the full game to be released. So I don't know if I'll do that because I don't like to give GameStop money in general. Just, I don't know. I don't really... Uh, that uh. Doesn't, I, I was surprised you even brought that up. That doesn't sound like you. No, it doesn't at all. Yeah, I know. But whatever. Like, it's something people might be interested in. So uh, uh, I you want to check it out. And I mean, it's cool to know that. Like, I like the idea of having access to stuff before the game comes out. Well, at least, at so. least, at least you're getting something for your $5. And as Burr Salem points out, you could put it the five, if you decide you don't want the game, you could be like, cancel my pre order, put my $5 towards something else. It's a way for GameStop to get you in the store, right? Which, yeah, yeah I guess. I guess I'll give my money to the. See, the communist game shop doesn't give you anything for your. They don't let pre order nothing. You buy this! <laughs> yeah, just give you a game, just like push it exactly. on you. Um, okay, I think it's time to okay. do the indie, indie pick for I this week. I think it is. Oh, are we doing that now? We are doing that right now. All right, here we go. You ready? Indie game review. Review. You, 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 yeah, 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 you. You want some I, 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 iTunes reviews? We got some. We got some. Vlados here with another in, 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 in indie game review. Review. This week we're looking at Cuddle Bear, a platform shooter by Happy Sock Entertainment. Chick Hutcher. Hit it. Saw a pretty girl just the other day, she winked and smiled, walked across my way. Couldn't figure out just what to say so I twittered it twit twit twittered it. Are you looking for a floaty platformer with really bad graphics? 
like with ants that you can't see when you start playing? Um, you have to aim a gun with one thumbstick while you time jumps with the other? Um, then shoot too? Um, the text is off the screen so you can't see what button does what? Um, the graphics are terrible? Are you looking for an indie game that has the same weak aesthetic as Naughty Bear, but without how much fun that game was? Well, Cuddle Bear is the game for you. I email. Dun de dun, dun de dun. <laughs> Rear. Wow, I can't sing that song at all. No, you can't. Anyway, I'd like to quote Indie Gamer Chick's review of Cuddle Bear, because she does a better job of describing this game than I ever could. Quote. This is one of the worst Xbox Live indie games of the year. I'm not sure how a game gets made in this day and age with gameplay like this. The graphics are shit, but the game somehow still comes in at 241.5 megabytes, necessitating an insulting 240 Microsoft point price tag. Truth be told, that's probably a good thing. It means nobody is likely to waste any time or money on this piece of shit. Amen, sister. O-A-I-E-A-U-M. Alright kid, we want you to spill your guts. Tell us everything. Thin thin thing. The sad thing is that Happy Sock Entertainment actually posted a link to Indie Gamer Chick's review on their website. And they put a quote from her. This is one of the Xbox Live Indie Games of the Year. Sorry, Hockey Suck Studios, but that's a dick move. I know you put the ellipses in there to indicate words have been removed, but it's really pathetic that you have to try to lie about how suckingly your sucky game sucks. I'm sure Stu is going to say, I kinda liked it and how it's just so stupid with the killer bear and it's just crazy and fun. But he's wrong. It's just plain stupid and not fun. So stay the hell away from this game. Please. Welcome y'all to the better engagement. Stu Duke Chinny are the fellas who tell ya about every single game that they're playing this week. Suckle Bear is 240 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. Why I don't you eh? Why don't you you why I I I don't you you turn off the television goodies and thingless bar in instead? <laughs> oh my god almighty. Um now, first of all, first of all, I didn't realise it was 240 points. I did think it was an 80-point game. I had no idea well, it was. Wrong. So that's my bad, because yes. I didn't realise Well, that. that's one of the things you did. This, but, this, this, no. But, right. No. But for any no, number there's of no reasons. Now, listen, listen, no. listen, right? For Garbage any number of reasons, I shouldn't like, and no one should like this game, right? No because one should like, no one does like this game. Everything that, that's just been said is true. Yes, it's especially the part about it being a shit game. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I just kind of like it. It reminded me of a shooting version of Johnny Platform's Biscuit Romp. You know, shit version of shit shit with you know with the with the funny voice sort of samples. I'll tell you what. You know what? We got three people (laughs) weird stuff talking at odds. Vladis and I don't like it. Stu likes it. Chinny, you got to be the tiebreaker here. Yeah, it's shit, man. Oh, come on. There was no. something weird though with mine because it just was all no, like this game. You and the developer. And I, don't I never know got the to the end really of the, the demo. He just kept on playing and playing and playing. I think the timing <laughs> thing wasn't in because I got to about the fourth oh, level of the second. Broken? I can't imagine. No, no, it just keeps on going though. You know, when after eight minutes it's meant to stop. I yeah, was I playing it for way work. longer than eight minutes. 
Well, that's because the guy was like, maybe if people keep playing it, they won't realize it sucks. I don't know. I don't know for whatever reason, right? Oh. I, I kind of thought it was quirky and fun to play. I didn't uh, think it was. See, fun. she was right. You did. Why, think it why was, was it? Why was it not fun to play though? Because I think it was kind of fun to play. Was it? Was she, this my boy? Um, I just spent. I I programmed this robot to talk for three minutes about why it's not. I know fun. we heard. And we well, quoted yeah. a chick, and that wasn't enough. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Was this game made by a three-year-old? <laughs> no, but yeah, I think so. it was meant to look like it was. <laughs> because it yeah, looks like it was. Um, I think I can make a better game than this. <laughs> you know, the art's terrible. Think, <laughs> but even the sound, I just, I like the sound effects. Like when you get the machine gun, it's like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> it's like, again, why I think yeah, it's made. But people who are listening to this, you have to understand, <laughs> he doesn't mean there is a digital sound or somebody has sampled a shotgun. No, he sounds it's just like that. To a mic going, pew, pew. I think the game, the game relies on being charming when really yeah. it's just well, it's terrible. So, it's trying to go for charming, yes, yeah. but it's not. It's fine. But it would have been, no, actually, I'll take that back. For eighty points, I would have been yeah. It's a bit of a laugh for eighty points, but for two for no, two forty, I would absolutely agree for with 80 you. Eighty points, it would be overpriced by about seventy nine points. Nah, well, nah. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of quirky, you know. And I'll be honest with you, there's not a lot about it at the moment. The indie games are very slim at the moment. It's very. I was going to say there's not a lot about it that's quirky. <laughs> that that would be true. <laughs> I don't know. Depending on how you define quirky, uh, you know. You know it's, me. Sometimes, it was not one of them, right? Sometimes Albuquerque. 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 They're moving the team. It's like, okay, it's like the worst comedian ever. You know, they're like one of those. It is like the worst comedian right? ever. That tells really crap jokes, but for whatever reason, you no, laugh. It's not funny so in spite of crap. yourself. No. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, not funny. It is. <laughs> like Louis C.K. Sorry, I said it. Uh, look, it was fine. Freaking Grammy album, comedy album of the year. And what for? When I look at a Chinese person, I think ching chong, ching chong. Brilliant. He's right about kids, though. They are pretty bad at everything. I'm not going to lie about that, but that's not... (laughs) This is not the Louis C.K. or the stand-up comedy podcast. If you want to do that podcast, I'm ready for it. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? What's going on here uh, next? Good evening and welcome to the middle of the film. Okay, um, we'll do some quick news. There's not a lot, to be honest, because E3 is coming next week, believe it or not. Yeah, is this the part where we just talk about nothing? Yeah, we're going to just talk about nothing. Um, All right, what's up, people? I got nothing to say about nothing. Yeah. I mean, I do want to talk a little bit about this, because obviously you touched on this slightly on the Overseas Connection last week, but a judge has recommended banning Xbox 360s in the US. Yeah, so, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ooh, I don't know. Apparently, they think he's possibly got a chance of pulling this off. Yeah. Because Microsoft have admitted that they've, you know, nicked Motorola's stuff. There's no argument about that, apparently. You know, that's definitely happened. So, but it, well, they'll, they'll, they'll find something. I don't know. They won't let... The, I mean, nah. Nah, that's nah, not going to happen. I mean, it would be it would be a bit of a thing, that wouldn't it? You know what I mean? What what would they do if they went? Yep, yeah, sorry, this is the law. You're not allowed to sell them anymore in the US. I'm afraid that's the end of it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Also, there's a new console coming out soon, so they'll get over it. 
And you know what? That stupid S series, they it's not compatible with my hard drive. What am I supposed to do? Because my Xbox, first of all, I don't have AC in my house because you don't need it in Wisconsin. Get a grip, people. Sorry, Burr Salem. I'm from Florida. It's not, and he never said anything about it, but I know he's in Wisconsin, so he, he whatever. It's not hot here, but it's, it's kind of warm and humid. So my Xbox is getting all warm. It's froze twice in the last week when I was playing Skyrim. Oh, yeah, Skyrim. You, you have to anyway, get a transfer kit you can send off from. They're free. Man, I don't want to pay for that. But, but I don't. It's free. I know. They that's right. are <laughs> But I have free. to buy a hard drive. That's the problem. No, you don't. don't it just to... comes with the thing. But, but no, but if I buy the exclusive fancy one, but I should be able to buy a bare bones, what replaced the arcade, and then just switch my hard drive over. No. You can get a 16 gig USB stick and use that. But if you. I have 150 gig on my thing. I got all sorts <sighs> of games and Battlefield 3 updates and stuff. I don't have time to be playing no 16 gig nothing. Let's fucking get it. Hey, Let's get 250 gig wall and get I'll be rolling in the dough from our video companies. <laughs> Trust me, I, I, I really am not. <laughs> but interesting. Do, do you know what Microsoft? Buy a new cars because our last one broke. Down. Do you know what Microsoft's argument was to sort of not they banning want money? No, you not not EA, banning three sixty. See that video I posted about EA? Yeah, money? yeah, that's pretty funny. But yes, um, yeah, their argument was Microsoft argued the ban would not serve the public interest because it would leave consumers with only two home console options, the PlayStation 3 and the Nintendo Wii. So that was what they argued, the reason why they couldn't ban it. Uh, But the judge rejected that claim, saying it was more important to enforce intellectual property rights. Plus, he wasn't convinced Sony and Nintendo wouldn't be able to meet increased demand for consoles. So he said, well, it doesn't make any odds because they'll be able to uh, pick up the slack that you can't provide anymore. So I'll be interested to watch how this goes, really. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Moving on. Um, Yes, Black Ops 2. Have you heard about this? There's going to be... uh, Oh, let me guess. It's going to be Team Deathmatch? No. Apparently, they're reinventing the rule book uh, for first-person shooters again. Uh, yeah, what? Like, uh, again. Things where they can... It's going to be s- the yeah, sandbox yeah. sections of gameplay and stuff. Good. Yeah, I think it's good. I don't understand. So they're uh, going to have heavy rain yeah. branching paths with outcomes determined by what you do as the they're player. They're changing up the single player. They're going to have branching paths and they're going to have... Single player? Who cares about the single player? Exactly. Yeah, but Nobody that's what they always advertise the game on, though. But they advertise it that way, don't they? They don't Cares. advertise the multiplayer, really. Because they know everyone's going to play that anyway. Well, I care, because but I, I, thought, I, I might I play this. You said they were changing things. I thought they were going to do a Call of Duty 4 and, like, massively revamp how multiplayer... No, they're not ever going to do that. Because how do you do that? I mean, they don't know. But it, it does feel like they are sort of, and I know they're always a bit focused on the single player, but it almost feels like they're saying this time, you know, the, the single player is going to be really important. It's not just going to be a four-hour story thing. We're going to actually, you know, do something different here. Which I have think- all the developers that make Duty, Triarch always are the ones that try and push it a little bit. Yeah. Because they, they came up with the zombies and that's done really well, so... Yeah, I applaud them. Yeah, good good for them. Yeah, good for them. I, I like the fact that they're going to try and do something different and not just stick to the same old formula. But also, fuck them. <laughs> really? Why? I don't know. Uh, they need to pay that money to them people, don't uh, they? No, that's uh, the other people. That's uh, in, no. in award, Oh, yeah. right. No, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's something different. All right, whatever. I don't fuck know, them, no, too. No bangs with the yeah. stuff. With the stuff and the, and the yeah. stuff and the stuff. Um, 
what I want to talk about now is you. You know, you you put an article up and said we're going to talk about it on the podcast, and you forgot all about it. Whoopsie! Which was comfort games. Comfort. Yeah. And what's my comfort game? And we got a lot of responses because people are like, oh, you said, and that's kind of cool. And then we didn't. Yeah. So talk, talk to me, talk to me, man. Comfort talk games. To me. Talk what to do you me. mean? Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's Bricktop. Talk to me. You're afraid you have to talk a lot louder for your friend to hear you. Anyway, um, yeah, what? I put a thing up about this woman who's painting this Portal 2 painting. Oh, wait, that's the other thing. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, yeah, here it is. The <laughs> comfort of familiar games. Um, yeah, you know, there are certain games where... Okay, look, here's the thing. I compared it to movies because when you... We, sometimes when you want to watch a movie, you don't feel like... Uh, you know, and I, I, don't get me wrong. I love movies that have a good story, movies that confuse me when I first watch them, movies that make you think. But sometimes I don't want to watch one of those movies. Sometimes I want to watch a movie that's silly and dumb. Oh, the Avengers and, or something. Just watch yeah, Airplane. Exactly. Right. And I'm talking specifically about the movies I've seen a number of times. The ones that I never get tired of watching. Like Airplane's one of them, I think. You know, there's oh, some Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Monty Python as a whole is just good for that. So... There are some, I realize there are some games that I have that attitude with as well. Skyrim, duh. Quantum of Solace. You know, there are these games. Jenny, you've played Goldeneye a million times and, and uh, Half-Life yeah. 2 a number Super of times. Super Mario World as well. Yeah, Stu, you're playing Assassin's Creed 2 again. Like, yeah, but I'm, I'm probably the exception to the rule here because I very rarely play games. GTA, I've played GTA 4 three times. I've played Half-Life 2. I'm on my, on my fourth play for that. So. Yeah. So it's just there's something nice about you know, knowing what to expect and and not having to really put any psychic energy into it, but rather just being able to coast through this thing that you love to do, and yeah, it's really nice. You see, so, I'm I'm all go back to sort of more like time wasting games like Peggle, yeah, or something like that, rather than a story driven narrative type game. Because sort of I'm a bit of a once I played it, I played it, and I, I don't really want to go back. You know, I'm, I'm sort of move on to whatever. You know, you know me, next new shiny thing. Whatever's that, whatever's new with you. Yeah, that's more my thing than sort of yeah. going back and playing stuff I've played before. That's fine, unless I've got a reason to like the getting to Venice just to have a look, seeing as I've been there again very recently. Yeah. So I've got I've got a motivation to do that. You see, I've got a reason. Oh to yeah. Do you know, and that's different, I guess. I got a reason to do it. So what about Sorry. you, Chinny? What are your have you got comfort games? Is it just GTA for you then? GTA, Super Mario World is one that I'll uh play. I can finish Super Mario World pretty quickly now. Um off the top of my head. Goldeneye I haven't played for a very long time actually, do um, but I did play, can I I play the Wii one? Ah, yeah, fuck the Wii one. Um <laughs> you can get on the Xbox now to be fair, can't you? That's right. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I, I have completed it many, many times, but that was back in, you know, 97, 98. But, so, yeah. Um, I tell a lie, I have got one. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a But I'll let you finish first, and then I'll... I'll... Um, what else? What else? But I think, talking about bringing it to kind of new games at the moment, don't you think that that's kind of what Minecraft is? Yeah, but I mean, for me, there's a distinction between because movie. Okay, games like Minecraft and Peggle and and like puzzle games and stuff. If there's a story, it's a little different. Like, okay, Modern Warfare Three, Call of Duty games in general are comforting in some ways because they're 
you know, it's new every time. And same with Peggle. Like, you're never going to play the same game of Peggle twice, even if you play the same level. You're not going to approach it in the same way because the ball bounces in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. There's something specific about playing a story-based game that you've played before that, again, like a movie you've seen before, you know what's coming next. It's the same way. It, you experience yeah, okay. it the same way every time. And, and I think there's something specific about that. I think I suppose it's kind of like memories, and you know, like kind of yeah, living through something that you remember. And because we talk about how great Half Life Two is, yeah, I was going to say I told some big fibs because I played Half Life Two three times. You know, well, we, we, I know. Next you talk about how great yeah. you know certain bits are, and it's like oh, it'd be great to just play that again. So that's I suppose, and then you go yeah. and do it, and then it's great. Yeah, and the other one I've just realised there's another couple actually. If I'm being really honest, that I play probably more than once. And, and played like Crackdown is a great example because I played yeah. hours and hours and went back to it and played hours again and, and eventually got all the orbs, you know, and stuff like that. And that's probably the only game I've ever done that with. And I think it was just because it was so, it was like a giant playground, yeah. you know, there was no point to anything. But I think what makes that distinctive is that each time you played it, something different would have happened, a bit like Peggle, you know, no two times you played it were ever the same really you know it was always different so you do something really stupid and the amount of stupid things you could do was almost endless uh, and the other one's left for dead you know the original left for dead you know i can always go that's back true. Yeah, that. left for dead, it's, yeah. i mean that's kind of like a hybrid really because at the yeah. same time you do know what you're gonna get but you don't but, know the but it's not exactly the same never the same oh, yeah, exactly. is it you know i mean yeah. you know usually a tank comes about now you know right. that much or you know, there wasn't a witch here before, but there is one now. But, yeah, you generally... I mean, they have all those music cues as well, so you know when something's coming. You know when a boomer's here, and you know when yeah. uh, the hordes come in or whatever. So. But whichever way you look at it, it's just always fun to play, isn't it? You know, it's, oh, yeah. it's always a fun experience. Sure. Yeah, so I kind of like that. It's kind of cool. So, nope. yeah. Yeah, so I, d- I did tell a lie because I've got a few of them when I think about what it. What are you telling lies for? I don't know. You got to lie about I things, don't know. man. I quit lying. I just didn't think I had any and then I realised that I did. Um, so let's have a look at everybody because there's 14 comments on this. Damn. Oh my God. So, hammered. Yeah, Old Spicy, he said Spider-Man 2 on the original Xbox was a big one. That was, that was a good game. Yeah, but now he's yeah I play that a lot too. Red Faction Guerrilla, which I agree. Again, it's another sandboxy, stupid game where you do silly stuff. Yeah, there's just something about the awesome mindless destruction that lets me zone out. Maybe it's open world games that do. Uh, but I don't like Skyrim. Too oh, much, too much snow. There you go. But you know what? There's lots of parts of the world, man. The snow's only in one part of the world. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Bongo the saying, he said Fallout 3 and Forza 4. Hell yeah, Fallout uh, 3. Uh. Switch on, tune in, and drop out. I like that. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Step J, he says, Rainbow Six Vegas 1 is still a game I play to this day. It has the best cover mechanic of any shooter this generation. Quantum Source has the same cover mechanic, am I? Yeah. Clearing oh. a room with flashbangs and C4 is so rewarding. Having to open a door, not really knowing what is behind it, is something I really miss from the current crop of first-person shooters. Uh, my second go-to game is Full House Poker. Uh, yeah. This, yeah, this is because gambling is the most addictive game ever invented, and in the real world, I would lose all of my money. <laughs> yep. Uh, next one's from Robin, who says, quite randomly, mine has always been Civilization. You see, a lot of these sort of comfort games I go up to are all sort of open-worldy or all sort of non-ending, you know, things that go on forever or go on yep. for a long time. Uh, it's calm, turn-based, so no major pressures. Uh, if stressed out, 
on a difficulty I know I can handle well, and then you can just go about building a world empire quite happily. You know what's crazy? I've, I love Civilization. I've loved it since the first one. I've spent days and days and days playing those games. I suck at them. Like, I do okay by the end of the game. I've got maybe a third of the world, but I've never do well in terms of, like, winning Civilization. Like, I can hold my own. I can develop a, a technology and all that, but I've never, like, I never reach, like, you won! No. Yeah, but I don't think there is a you. There, oh no, no, there are oh, conditions no, there where you can win. Take over the whole world, which I have done that a couple times. Um, huh. But mostly, it's once you reach a certain year, like the year three thousand or whatever, you're supposed to reach certain technology like benchmarks and stuff. All right, and I never do that. I don't know what it is. I'm not good at. Uh, it's been a, a while since I played. Uh, stuff, I guess it's been a while since I played. I, I never. I know civilization is held as a big, big kind of. Um, I know it's like a big deal. People love it, but I, yeah. I played it a bit, and I, I I could see it, but I was kind of more of a like a SimCity guy. I don't know yeah, why. I think it, maybe it's just a little bit more simpler for me. Because yeah. um, Civ was like like learning a fucking I don't know like a computer program or something. It was crazy. So. Yeah. But I'm I'm with you. I can definitely imagine Minecraft being one of these games in the future where people yeah. just go and dip in and out of it every now and again. It's just relaxing. I think. Yeah, it's familiar, isn't it? Yeah. But Dick's talk, talking about kind of knowing what's coming next. Mm. Yeah. I suppose in Minecraft, I mean, you know what, what's going to happen. You know, you well, and, and there's, there's something to be said for the 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 non-story games that are comforting as well. Yeah. Now, Robin also goes on to say, now I don't know what he does to get his kicks. Uh, you know, when he isn't relaxing and doing something a bit more, you know, up there. But he says on the Xbox, it used to be GTA 4. Log on, cruise around, shoot some random people, steal some cars, etc. Nice, relaxing, you know. Uh, then it changed to Fallout 3, which is now just discover a new location, wander the wilderness, try something new that I haven't before. You know what you're getting. The gameplay system is solid and doesn't put too much pressure on you. And being M30, you are extremely hard to kill. Done. I'm assuming that's level. Go. Oh, it's level 30. It looks like an M. We're so close together. I was thinking. Careful when the letters are that close together. Yeah, it does so look weird. like an M. Uh, Chris M. Read. Chris M. J. W. He says, unfortunately, uh, don't usually have the time to sink into games. I've already completed these days. But if I do, my happy, comfy place is always retro. I don't believe that all retro games suffer from the old rose-tinted glasses. And if I had to choose two for switching off and relaxing, it would be Zelda 3 on the SNES. And at World of Illusion on the Mega Drive. So there you go. There you go. I've not played either of those, I don't think. So, no, anyway. I don't think I did either. Uh, Burslem, uh, already mentioned, has yeah, says yeah, uh, Pinball FX2, great game to just zone out while listening to the podcast. Or a podcast. Fallout 3, Red Dead, and Saints yeah. Row 2. Red Dead, yeah, that's quite a good one as well, isn't it? Yeah. Red Dead. Saints Row 2 will be my biggest time sinks and to goes to in this generation. Yeah, uh, Saints Row. I did the first one again recently. It's a great game. I mean, those are good to do that as well. Because they're more fun. Like, San Andreas is good too. Like, I can do San Andreas. I, I you know, began a, a playthrough recently of that, but it's not as much fun, I think. Like, the missions are harder and it's a little more stressful, whatever. Yep. And then he says, Skyrim and Saints Row the Third will be taking over those mantles for good this Yay. summer, no doubt. Mafia 2 might actually be the most comforting and likable open world I've yeah. ever experienced. I'm with him there. I'm with Mafia him there. Mafia 2 is a fucking bomb. It is a great game. For its narratives, I still remember so many moments of that game. So many great moments. Oh, yeah. did, 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 did you play this? I still haven't played it. Such I will. a great game. Someday. Such a great game. 
for its narrative sake, I completely understand there being known play gameplay distractions. Uh, would it would it would have been nice to have more to do in separate mode or something such as an you know such an inviting place? Well, you can collect all the fucking cars, Boys, cars, yeah. wasn't it? Nudie mags and nudie mags, yeah. But that was a bit. Yeah. Yeah, Even with the lack of extra content, thing. I would just drive around and listen to the oldies radio now and then. Yeah, I can see that. It's cool. It was a cool, well-realized place. Uh, Quamrian, he says, I could state the obvious. Wait, wait, let me guess. Indie games. Yeah, over a dozen indie games. Well, no one wants to hear about that. Games that let me explore the mechanics because they offer this kind of depth in design allow me to slip away and really appreciate that passionate game design does still exist. Uh, If I had to just pick one, try not to laugh too hard, then it would be Skylanders. Encouraging others to play a game that is essentially geared <laughs> and is somewhat of a money sink is probably ill-mannered, but I'm doing it anyways. The figures are still cheaper than most children's toys and are in, in individually packed and they offer so much. Never before has a game offered so many character options that receives so much care in design and testing that each character actually works better than most of the whole games do. Alternatively, Minecraft fascinates me because it challenges you to try and break the game engine in every turn. Never before has something so unstable been so lauded. Well, besides a particular series that starts with E. What do you think that is? I have no idea. Any ideas? E? Uh, don't know. Elder Scrolls? Maybe. Yeah, because that's pretty broken in places, isn't it? Whatever. You wouldn't know. You've only played it for like 30 hours. <laughs> I have to remind myself I'm playing a beta Beta, beta, whatever you, you, way you want to pronounce it. Point uh, six beta is a three sixty version because there is, is it a, still considered in beta. Must be, don't know. Wow. Because there is a ton of content there. The game is far from boring as one tries to coordinate building or collecting something before the inevitable sundown and those ever so bittersweet creepers come out to ruin good times. Uh, apolog- I don't think it is in beta anymore. Well, I don't know what he's saying. What he's saying. No, uh, I don't, I don't argue with Quamrian when it comes to indie I games because he usually knows his stuff. Uh, no, I don't, think, being... I don't think Minecraft is in beta. I don't know. Apologies for being so long-winded. Uh, be well, all. There you go. So thank you for that. Uh, Woody said Skyrim and Skyrim. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, maybe. Uh, Perfect Dark against lots of bots was a good one. Oh, and perhaps the game that wins this contest for me would be Lilat Wars. What? Lilac Wars, which is Star Fox. Star Fox, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Stu Lake 52 says, Mafia 2 is a good shout, always fun. So well, that's another one for that. I used to go and play Vice City, find a motorbike and do crazy stunts. That was always fun. Uh, Red yeah. Dead, Left 4 Dead, those are great kill time for me. And speaking of, sorry, speaking of, of like finding a, a vehicle and just having fun, Burnout Paradise is good for that. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. I play that every now and again as well. That's a good, good call. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I really just like racing games. Dirt 2, F1, 2010. Yes, 2010. And trials are great to drop in, play a stage, and drop back out again. Yeah. Also, as I now find it bloody hard just to sit down and do one thing at a time, I play iOS stuff like Drop 7 or Bejeweled Blitz while watching TV. Uh, is is it bad that just watching TV isn't enough anymore? Yeah. I have to be playing something at the same time. I think my attention span ain't what it used to be. Oh, look, a puppy. That's like in uh, Up, isn't it, with the dog? Squirrel! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, look, I know I'm like that too, and we're all like that, and that's just sort of the sign of the times, but 
I do think it's a problem. I mean, it's a problem when it affects your life. And I think for a lot of people, it does affect your life. And I think it's cyclical. I think there are, you know, it, 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 the more you feed that, the harder it is to pay attention to stuff. So break the cycle, man. I was just lecturing my students about this. Yeah. Old Spicy, he says, okay, now I might have to add Minecraft to my list. Go ahead. Add it to your list. We allow you. Uh, all right. Okay. Oh, sorry. Woody, Woody's now changed his mind. And he says, scrap my above comments and replace them with Rome Total War, uh, Command and Conquer Generals, and Star Wars Rebellion Supremacy. You know, I never played that. That's the uh, strategy one, right? Yeah, just like building up huge armies so that I can act out power fantasies. So uh-huh. it's changed his mind now. Yeah. Uh, Axeman Phil says, has to be any recent Tiger Woods games for me. The perfect gaming chill-out uh, is like, it's like the anti-trials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A good way to put it. Yep, and JC might say, "Got to agree with Bongo and Quarry on this one." Fallout Three and Minecraft. Fallout yeah, just seems so 3. playable. No matter where you left off, five minutes of gameplay later, and you'll be as immersed as if you've been playing it for hours. Yep, a game like that is just a good thing to have as a fallback. Minecraft is another good one because of the way that you always manage to give yourself a new project unintentionally. Also, with the PC version, when the main game gets boring, installing new mods can radically change the gameplay. Enough to add hours more projects and conquests. What I quite liked, and he reminded me of this, about School Duggaroo when he said somebody had got trapped somewhere and he had to go and rescue them. Yeah. You know, in Minecraft. That's just cool. You know, that's just cool. Yeah. He had to go and rescue it them. Adds a, it adds a, an element that's interesting. Yeah. And then just another writer, he said, uh, Red Dead Redemption, I love to fall into that setting. Skyrim, duh. Uh, Hitman, because there are so many different ways to hit your target. Halo, because that is where I got back into gaming. And Rainbow Six Vegas. Ghost Recon, because they're the best shooters around. Pinball FX2, because it's the Full House Poker. I love Texas Hold'em. FIFA. FIFA. Football. Golf or tennis. Xbox indie titles. Demos. These are I want only... Britain to be about British. These are only some of the comfort games when I'm not into a new adventure. These are a few of my favorite things. So, yeah, good articles, you. Thanks. So, comfortable games. I just want new stuff, new games. That's what I want. New things. Don't give me all that. Half Life. Don't give me all that new stuff. I want gaming. I want new stuff, man. Don't give me all that. To a fault, man. Like. One week it's like, oh, this is the greatest game. I really like it. It's awesome. Next week, what? I don't, I don't have that. Which game. game was that? I can't remember anymore. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I've finished a few games this year. I've been, I've been better than usual. Better than usual. And, and obviously, I finished, I finished the best game that I got this year, which was Catherine, of course. Yeah. yeah. See, really? Yeah. You're really yeah. going there? Yeah. My game of the year, man. Potential really? game of the year. Oh, don't even front. Potential game of the year for me. God damn! What is wrong with you? Yeah, and it, it sort of, I'm, I'm sure it came out this year in the UK, so it sort of qualifies for me, even though it didn't really release this year. <laughs> you know what? I, I don't even know what to say. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just saying how it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, say how you think it is. No, it's how it is. It is for stupid people. Oh, it really is. I'm just kidding. I don't think you're stupid. What I want to talk about now, a little bit, before we sort of go into emails, etc., <laughs> and other stuff, is films made into games or games based on films. Let's yeah, go. because there was an annual report done not so long ago, which sort of looked at how many games were made each year going through the years, and there was there was a lot more than you think, way more than you'd ever think. Well, I wouldn't think any, so that you know. Yeah, I mean, there's lots. So, okay, 
Are you ready? Are I like you... how Stu has to pause to figure out is is Duke I know I'm looking at all these bloody data. There's lots of data. <laughs> is he just making dumb just, jokes? Yeah, make dumb jokes. Usually the latter. Yeah, it's it's going to be dumb jokes, isn't it? Yeah, it's just dumb jokes. But yeah. what what the most interesting thing is, right? It's got all the different systems, right? Number of adaptions of films into video games, and then the percentage of the platform's game library that were games made out of films. Yeah, does that make sense? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And the, hit me. What do we got? The worst one, right? Okay, the Atari two six hundred, right? Yeah. And they they had that had twenty five games that were adaptions of films from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen eighty five. Yeah. And of of the whole library, five percent. So not too bad. Only five percent. Okay. The Atari five two hundred had only six in its lifespan, which was only three years. And that was 8% of its library. Okay. The Amstrad, you had an Amstrad, didn't you, Ginny? Is that right? I did. Yeah. yeah, Amstrad had 57. Okay, so it starts to go up a little bit now. 57, which was from 1985 to 1993. And that was only 2% of the library, so that was, that was okay. Nintendo Entertainment System, the old NES, okay, 1983 to 1993, had 78 games. And that was 12% of the, the game's library. 12%. So it starts to creep up again. Uh, the Sega Master System had 37, which was 12%. Uh, the Mega Drive had 61, which was 12%. So we're going all right. We're doing, we're doing sort of okay here. Um, but the worst ones, I guess we'll, we'll sort of skip on. The PlayStation 2 had 110. Um, yeah, number of, number of games or adaptions of films into video. 110, that's all about, which was 10% of its library. So, you know, that's... Very small percent still. It's still a small percent. The biggest ones were the handhelds. The biggest ones were portable. So the, the Nintendo Game Boy Color had 65, which was 20%, 27% sorry, of its library of games. 27%. See, and to me, it's, I, I don't know, like, percentages are interesting, but for me, the real thing is, like, what were some of the good movies into games, and what were the worst? None. <laughs> there were none. Well, but oh, hang on a second. Are we counting uh, Star Wars Battlefront in that? Because that those were great games. Yeah, but that wasn't adapted from a film. Okay, but... I'm just wondering if we're including that or not. No, because I okay. I, wouldn't, I don't think. Well, that. Quantum of Solace is great. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine Origins <laughs> is great. I haven't played that. I won't. I can't. Don't know Double Seven is great. Yeah. But the the other thing they did at the time was sort of games that were simultaneously released at the same time as the film. Yeah. And the worst year for that was 2006, when there was 34 games came out at the same time as the film. Damn! Yeah, 35. So 35 films that year had a game with it. I don't know. I mean... What? Yeah. yeah. They make money, though, Stu. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's, it's a money-making enterprise. Let's not lie. I mean, what they're saying, between 1975 and 2010... Uh, 547 films shown in the movie theaters gave rise to around 2,000 games. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot of it's a lot of games. That 2,000 games have been made, and you've got to ask yourself. And I guess we've just mentioned this. What percentage of those games were actually any good? You know, probably not, not too many. Hardly any. I mean, Chini's shouted out how many? Three. Yeah, the, yeah. Gold noise. Yeah. Up there, Wolverine is great, but that's only because the film got delayed by a year as well. Yep. Um, Riddick Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, it's not based. Is he not on based? Film. I mean, there's 
No, this. No, because the film was the Chronicles of Riddick, but the game was like like a, like a separate storyline. Yeah. Um, Quantum of Solace, Duke thinks that's good. <laughs> what about this? Is it possible to say that uh, if the game is good, then the movie's not that great? Because Wolverine wasn't a very good movie. I mean, it was okay. No, no it wasn't very good at all. Quantum of Solace is an okay movie, but it's not great. It's not the best Bond film in the world. But it's the best Bond game in the world. Mm. I know I'm alone in that. That's okay. Um, But you're right. By the way, Star Wars Wars has spawned 120 video game titles. And most of them suck. Yeah. 120 altogether. Yep. I remember when I used to like Star Wars games. But, I I mean, it's interesting and... um, I asked Dark Chini. Forces, man. What a great game that was. Sorry, go ahead. I asked Chini earlier, was the Men in Black game going to be a retail title? Yep. Uh, and he said yes, right? And I, I would hazard a guess, right, without playing this game, that it's going to be shit. It's like a light gun game without <laughs> the light gun and the fun and the <laughs> fact that you're not in 1984. Yeah. Yeah, I just... Like Winston Smith. Oh, literally. I don't know how... These publishers can still... I mean, look, I mean, Harry Potter, you know, you spoke to the guy, right? Didn't you interviewed him, the maker of that game? Or, you know, many questions about the game. Though. No, because it was, it was unfortunately not very good. You know, these, these games, unfortunately, aren't very good, are they? They don't spend enough time on them. They're just sort of cheap throwaway things. But I think we've got to a point as a consumer where, where they can't be selling these as full retail I games. Think what happens is that... If people just, buy them, they can, can't they? Yeah, but they shouldn't, though, should they? I think what happens is they usually this is this is it, right? Um, they're owned by a larger publisher, Activision, EA, right? Usually Activision. Activision will say, right, we've got a movie coming out. Um, you're going to make it. You're going to make yep. the game for it. You've got nine months to make it. Do the best you can, and off you go. And that's it. They have to do the best they can. Which is fine, right? I, I, I can't disagree with what you're saying there. But take someone like Rockstar, for instance, right? Just as an example. And they'll spend two or three years making Max Payne 3 yep. and charge the same price as another company that's been given nine months to make a crap game and want to charge you the same price as Max Payne 3. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? How, how can that be right? They've got to sort this out because they can't keep charging the same... Well, but, but- Money for when these people crap stop games. buying it, then they'll lower the price. But be, I, I mean, they I sell pretty well these games. They do know. sell well. I guess and that's kids, what it comes down kids to. Kids that don't know any better. But that's yeah. just that's just feeding on people's ignorance, isn't it? Oh, that that's, sounds like capitalism to me. That's just the way it works. I'm sorry Nothing. to be like that, but it will always be like that. Yeah, I guess. Unless right. people wise up. I mean, I'm not saying it's impossible for people to get smarter and, you know, make better decisions as consumers, usually, but usually they kids don't. That make, or like, you know, parents buying games. Yeah. But guess, guess which, all right, okay. Guess which is the worst country in the world for producing adapted uh, games from films? America. Uh, Okay, United States produced has produced 373 adapted games, okay, which is 68% of all games, like all the games adapted. That's right, take that, 68% of them. 
Uh-huh. We, we rule at making suck games. Yeah, Europe did 9%, and Asia only did 5%. You know, Just losers. Japan was the biggest one with 25 You call that sucking? Yeah. Yeah. So, Man, you don't suck at all. No. You at least make original games. Yeah. Well. I'm American. But, but mind you, I guess that makes sense, because I guess it's tied to Hollywood in the main. And Well, yeah. yeah. Adoy. Yeah, and he says nine out nine out of ten films adapted as video games are Hollywood productions. Well, of course they are. We crank out the bad movies, and then we make developers crank out the bad games. Yeah, yeah. And based even on went, the bad movies, he even went into um, films with a budget over a hundred million dollars, and then adapted as a video game. So out of one hundred and eighty-one, one hundred and eleven were adapted. Yeah, well. So the big budget ones is the Why not? I mean, if you're going to put that much money into the movie and, you know, the development and stuff. Why not put a stupid game into it as well? That's part of the marketing plan. No, um, it, it is, and that's, that's what pisses me off because that's yeah. all it is at the end of the day. Oh, it's just games just become another way to market a dumb movie. And then charge you 40, you know, $40. Sometimes you do put them at a discounted price, but more often than not, they do try to charge a $60 of course, price. Of course, because if they're going to make some money out of it, well, hey, why not? But here's the question, Stu, because I understand your frustration, but on the other hand, how does this affect you? Well, it doesn't, but... Bam. It doesn't directly affect me, but it does affect parents in general, because parents are the, usually the ones who go, oh, little Tommy, you'll like that, won't you? I'll buy it for him. I mean, the other yeah. exception, yeah, actually, we should fair. mention, Toy Story 3... Uh, apparently was very yeah i heard that was a good game yeah that was very good never played it you know because i don't tend to play crap games so i I tend to avoid these like the plague but what i was gonna say is i think they these should be the games that that go up as arcade titles you know on the on the xbox if they want to release them release them that way and i know a few are doing that now because it's obviously cheaper as well for them to release um but that's where they should put these crap games you know that's happened at some some it does it does does happen but and luckily everyone gets to try them and go, this is shit. I'm not buying this, you know. Yep. Uh, so I think it tends to be more the big budget titles that still get like Men in Black's a big budget title. So it's like, oh, with we'll, the men in, with the men we'll in. do a full release of this game. And also another way that it might affect you or any of us, Duke, is yeah. that you know, like the if people are buying these games, then it it, it means that like. Developers and publishers just can come out with any old shit and it'll sell. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. just saying. I mean, like, I'm not saying that always happens, but yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, say, for example, if from now on every video game based on a movie is that's terrible, doesn't sell any right, copies right. at all, they will stop doing them and maybe yeah, put sure. a little bit more care into them and give them more time, like give them the kind of Batman Arkham Asylum treatment, just make it independent from the movie. Yeah, but they don't. So and that could drive terrible games. Like they, they just won't care about how long it takes or whatever. They just yeah. Make- because if they can make a game in nine months and it still sells as much as some, or even and more in some case, yeah, more in some cases. Then too was quite dangerous yeah. for that. It was made in a year. It was rushed, rushed. Sorry, not rust, but rushed, uh, <laughs> and it sold well. And everybody yeah. complained that it was terrible, but you know, people bought. It still it. sold. Yeah. I mean, the, the saddest thing for me out of all of this is like, you know, when you've got something like Star Wars or you've got something like Lord of the Rings, there is no excuse, really. There should be a good game made out of all that lore and there story some, and background. Lord of the Rings Third Age is a good game. Yeah, but how many Lord of the Rings games have been made? Well, yeah, I'm not going to lie. 
There have been some dumb ones, too. You know, that should be ripe for a, a decent role-playing game. You know, that works. Yeah, I agree. But for whatever reason, and I think the other thing is, I think because there is a bit of a taboo and a, a bit of a, like, you know, you don't want to be associated with a game made out of a film because most people associate it with being rubbish or crap or whatever. Maybe the better developers don't touch them with a barge pole. They just go, not touching that. Maybe. You know, maybe that's part of the trouble because, unfortunately, the, the good developers won't go near them. Could mm, be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not so sure about that. Well, when the, what what decent developers have made a film time game apart from GoldenEye? Um, uh, Spider-Man Two. Yeah, well, that, well, apparently that's a good game. But how long yeah. ago is that? Well, and Quantum of Solace was made by what's it? Troyok. Same people yeah. who made Spider-Man Two. Oh, is that true? Well, there you go. That's why because they're a decent game developer, right? You know, you but know now what we're asking when was the last but time. Now, game but now they're made? just doing Call of Duty because they're like, oh, we're not doing those sorts of games anymore. Look, you know look what about the last one? Dennis Dyack doing some bloody stupid Wolverine game that were rubbish. Well, they, maybe they was fluky with the one good game that they released. Maybe they're a terrible game developer. They got lucky with one of their games. Yeah, I agree. Who knows? Anyway, anyway, moving on. We, moving on. Yeah, moving on. We should do emails. Here, wait. Moving on. <laughs> you say emails? I and also, Whoa, I want... That rules. Uh, I want uh, Christopher Matthew to know that even if nobody else appreciated it, I appreciated his... The email. The email. What? What? The email that he gave out recently on the Overseas Connection. I got you, Chris. I'm with you. Yeah, strong bad baby. Well, you have you fuck have off, the, forsworn. You, have, good lord, you have the first one, Duke. So pause the game and concentrate on the. Email. <laughs> I did pause the game. All right, what am I reading? Something you sent? A thing? I yeah. Did. Here's an email from Jerry. Veteran gamers, you guys blown my mind while Duke blows out my eardrums with the sound bites. Duke, please start reading more often. Come on. Playing The Witcher 2 with a steel sword? Come on, now. Yeah. Uh, tisk tisk. I have nothing more to say on that. Just wanted to thank you guys for the awesome show this past week. Glad to have the sound bites back, although I thought it was hilarious listening to Duke trying to entertain his fidgety self. I need to play some HD games while I'm rolling in my caddy. I need to play some HD games while I'm rolling in my caddy. This is the first time I've ever emailed a podcast, and I listen to a lot of them. So kudos to veteran gamers. I look forward to more shows, so look forward to more emails. Thanks, Jerry. There you go. So thank you for that. Now, interestingly... A, 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 sorry, a lot is two words. Yeah. So interestingly, I said to him, um, thanks for the email, Jerry. We record on Mondays because it came literally on Tuesday this last week. So so we'll read this out on next week's show. I will get you to add some special soundbites. Now, I didn't prep you, and you just did it. it was just yeah. Cool. Back in the days when I was young, I'm Awesome. There you go. Now we have also, got... Also, we haven't played this in months, so I'm going to play it now for no reason. Where are you, Mr. Claw? We miss you. I know, yeah. We haven't had one for ages off him, have we? Hmm. Anyway, the next one is off our regular email contributors. So much so he sent two this week. Now, I'm only reading this one this week, and these other one I'll have to wait till next week. We're not reading two in the same week. 
Yeah, Sorry. forget it. You're forget forget that. Stop talking crazy talk. Uh, from Jason Gulliher. Gulliher. And he says, Cooking stew, a cannibal gamer's confession. What? Oh, here we go. Are you ready? It's a cookbook. It's a uh, cookbook. And gather around, children. Zip it. Listen. So last night, I got home from work, and my wife, my wife, my wife. Asked me to watch the stew on the stove while she rubs some iron. Why were you on the stove? I have no idea. It was beautiful. Filled with some wonderful corn, potatoes, beef and carrots. And it smelled glorious. So I stirred it for a minute. Now I hate to sound desperate, but as soon as my wife left the house... I immediately headed over to my girlfriend, the Xbox 360. <laughs> I thought it was confession to yeah. time. I had been wanting to get back to her for a while, and so I popped the disc in the drive and went to work. Several minutes later, I noticed a strange aroma coming from the kitchen. Shit, it was a stew. For oh. the next ten minutes, I tried to salvage our food. I dug through, picking out all the burnt bits of beef and corn that were stuck to the bottom of the pan, like an old lady's just-used crapper, mixed with cigarettes and the fresh spray of stale potpourri. There was no hiding the mass-burnt-ass smell that had obviously taken over our home. Ah, jeez. I opened the back door... I opened the back door to let the smoke out of the kitchen and lit some of those orange-scented candles that I sometimes use while taking my veteran gamer audio-enhanced bubble baths. So <laughs> so dreamy, just like the Beatles. Oh, those guys. Uh, as my family got back home and we sat to eat, I couldn't help but admit what I had done. I was ashamed of myself, and it tasted awful. I had to sit and watch as they doused... <laughs> They doused their soup with ketchup to kill the burnt taste. They said it was okay and offered reluctant forgiveness. But I had to stop it. I couldn't take the guilt. And so we rummaged the pantry and finally, having poisoned my family, we ate something else. This has happened several times before. Just curious, do you guys have any similar types of stories and how did your better half react? Chinny, Thor or Will Smith, come on. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. Stop blushing, man. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Besides, oh, yeah. Euro Gamer is coming early. Stu, you were right. Shadows of the Damned uh, has a checkpoint system that every future game should implement. By far the very best in the industry. Why can't all games incorporate this miraculous save system? Indie, MIG Madness. Maybe we should have played that this week. It was fun. Fly a plane and shoot. The indie compromise that looks promising. Cue the sound clip, Duke. Avatar Farts was a piece of... Oh, wait, here, I got it. Hang on. Piece of well, I'm off to the bath. Uh, got to get my latest VG download. I'm just kidding you, freaks. I did have a dream last night, though. I was in Gears of War chasing... Susan Boyle now? Yeah, chasing Hi. Duke with my silver sword. Everybody knows Duke's an F- MFN monster. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Big email again. So thank you for that, Jason. Yes, thank you. As always. Yay. Um, So, Ginny, next up for you, Alan Bennett, I believe. Uh, Has he gone to sleep? Have you gone to sleep? Wake up. Wake up, up. man. Wake up. All right, Uh, Skull. I mean, Ginny. 
No, he he was doing a um, reference to Kanye West's album, I think, uh, in that last email. Anyway, Alan Bennett. Is it Dust 541, that one? Right. Okay, so he says, Hi, guys. Been listening to the show for a long, long time. Or at least feels that way. Alan, so have I. (laughs) So have I. Uh, He goes on to say, Anywho, it's long overdue. He's calling you a Jew there, dude. Uh, but I sent you an email uh, because sometimes 140 characters just isn't enough. First up, a couple of weeks ago, you guys were talking Dust514 and EVE Online. I know you guys aren't PC gamers, so it may be hard to understand the implications of what CCP are trying to achieve here. So, Dust514, 514, whatever, that Dust game, just another first-person shooter, huh? Now imagine... The gun you're using, the armor you're wearing, and the tank you're driving have all been manufactured in EVE Online. 30,000 people on a single server mining the materials, producing the blueprints, running the factories, corporations fighting thousand ship battles for market dominance, industrialists running blockades through hostile space to deliver those aforementioned goods to your console fully customized to your specs. Let me get... No, no, no. Let me just get this straight, right? So, for instance, right? Fucking hell, No, doing? no. I'm just trying to understand this. About 10 minutes for this, Al. No, I'm just trying to understand this. So, if the factories in EVE Online go on strike, you're basically be playing the game with no armor. Is that yeah, what you'd be saying? naked. You'd just be naked. You wouldn't have any armor to wear. Is uh-huh, that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's just weird. Yeah. Huh. Why is that weird? That's a real economy. Well, I guess. I mean... Would you be naked instantly? No, it would eventually taper off. That's the way it should be. Or, or Man, your arm would just get ripped. Knackered. Now you, you wouldn't can be able see to replace it. What? what? What are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. That red dot's a slaughterfish. Fuck a slaughterfish. But is that fun? I don't know. Is that fun? Well, why is it fun to play Minecraft mining stuff and building stuff? Yeah, but this is a first that, person If that's shooter. fun, then this is fun. I guess. It's like a lot of effort just to get some clothes. Just on to get some armor, yeah. Just, I agree. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not so you're not naked. This, no, I'm but you know, EVE Online is a is a beast in itself, and people enjoy that. That's cool. It's more cool, but I, I, don't, I don't really see the point of it. So, uh, so basically, I guess you're right, right? So say you do, you're doing a bit crap, right, in the game, mm-hmm. and, you, and you're not sort of doing very well, and you keep getting killed all the time and stuff, right? Mm-mm-mm. So you then have to send an order to someone who's playing EVE and say... That army that I had is a bit rubbish. Can you make me some cool stuff? And then you have to wait, say, two weeks. And it's like, and then if it doesn't arrive on time, do you, is there a lot of customer services? That you Stu, can Stu, it's not going to be a communist setup, right? There's going to be competition. If that person takes two weeks and they don't do a good job, you don't go to them anymore. It's going to be like in the real capitalist system. Ostensibly, it's going to be a bunch of different people selling armor, and you can go to someone else if you don't like the way that the first person made their armor. Okay, okay. It took okay. too long or whatever. So what you're saying is it's like a representation of real life in a well, game. That's, what my, that's my understanding of it. Why do I want to do that? Because I don't, want to, I don't play games <laughs> to play real life. Well, but, but, but there's a lot of things in games that people are like, oh, it's so realistic. Like, you you play Assassin's Creed 2 because it's just like Venice where you just were. What are you talking about? You don't no. have to be like in real life. No, no, you're slightly wrong. You're slightly wrong there. Okay. Shut the hell up! I'll explain why you're slightly wrong. It's slightly because, right. No, no. Because I want to see how much it is like the real oh, Venice. But I'm not well, necessarily fine, and people want to do that with this then, don't they? 
Well, no, because you don't have custom made armor. Yeah, but they want to see what it would be like if you could yeah, do exactly. all this space. They shit. don't have custom made armor. They want the chance to actually have custom made armor. But then it's. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> oh, no, I've done it. No, 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 he's like that. He'll be sending it. Oh. But 30,000 people playing on a single server, mining the minerals. So they're doing the Minecraft bit. You've got to get those minerals, mate. I know. Then someone's doing the blueprints. Then somebody's got a massive factory in the game making your armor. It is sort of cool. I can see why it's cool, but I just... There you go. You just convinced yourself. Can we move on? (laughs) Right. This is so dumb. It's kind of cool. I I I guess. This is so stupid. Can we talk to Happy Stu now, please? Um, Alan Bennett goes on to say... What if all that nice, shiny new equipment you received is not just cutting it? Um, what if you were being overwhelmed by enemy forces? Paint yourself a target, and an EVE Online battleship pilot will provide you with a very handy orbital strike to even up the odds. Or if it's a 10-year-old kid, he will probably <laughs> call you a fag and yeah. not even bother. And blow you up instead. <laughs> now I added that little bit on the end. Um, Alan also says, wow, just wow. This is beyond a scale I think anyone has ever tried to achieve before. Will they pull it off? Do you need a video? No. Do, will they pull it off? CCP, on the grand scale of things, are tiny boy comparison. Uh, but if the witchcraft that they use to make EVE Online works, is anything to go by? Uh, yeah, the, the witchcraft they use to make EVE Online work is anything to go by, then they have a good chance as anyone else would. I just got uh, a silver trophy in Skyrim. <laughs> no one cares. Uh, so, first of all, you play Skyrim, no one cares. Yeah, Second no of all, cares. trophy, no one cares. Uh, anyone who calls themselves a gamer should really experience EVE Online. The first few weeks are utter boredom. I mean, right, that's sounding the least bit. I'll tell you what, he's really selling it. He is, isn't he? He's just the first, the first, yeah, yeah. The first few uh, weeks. Weeks, not, not, not hours. Hours. The first <laughs> weeks. Few, like, we talked about how, you know, like Final Fantasy XIII, 20 hours in. <laughs> like, like, then it gets interesting. Like, the first few weeks, he's utter boredom. The learning curve is a vertical line. <laughs> um, but once you, get, once you get your head around it, you lost in one of the great guys. Once you get your head around quantum physics, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. You don't even uh, need a decent PC. I play on a 10-year-old Windows XP machine with 2 gig of RAM and 50 quid graphics card. Um, anyway, I've taken up enough of your time. Uh, next week's lecture will be titled <laughs> Rockstar Games Fanboys What the Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Uh, cheers, Alan Bennett, aka Master Zulu. Which is whoa, a shame. Whoa, he's a very nice. Uh, it's a shame, really, because that will be Alan's last email to the show, <laughs> as I'm fucking blocking him because <laughs> yeah. of Rockstar no, comments. Look, look, freedom of speech. People can say what they like. Yeah, not yeah. In this, not on this podcast. Not in this economy. Yeah, really. And then Here's the, what we say to people who want freedom of speech. Shut the hell up! The final one we have literally just got hot off the presses. Hot off the press. <laughs> I haven't even read it. Oh, wait, this actually works. Because it's hot. Toasty. Uh, uh, the Wii is called The Wii One Plays Sonic 4 Episode 2. And it's from Mr. Pink Tet Attack. I, I like that. It's kind of cool. Tet Attack. Anyway, he says, Hey, guys, 
It's that crazy Canadian uh, again, Pinky. How crazy are you? Do you set fire to your... and they think I'm slow, eh? Do you set fire to your hair and shout at mice? That's right. Let's hope so. I uh, just thought I would drop you guys a line and give the three of you and the listeners a window into the latest instalment of Sonic. Marsan. I'm waiting to hear what happens to him. Marsan Hayden is a true Sonic fan. And even though he's not quite four years old, he is rather good at it. Bless him. After seeing the trailer for the first time, Hayden knew that he must play it. And I must admit that my curiosity was tweaked as well. Further, I like the fact he's getting him into gaming young. That is the yeah, best thing think, to do. I think uh, kids yeah. are the only people that can, that can enjoy Sonic. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I used to enjoy Sonic when I was a kid. But when I, was, when I knew now better. Yeah, he's getting into him young. He's getting into young. I like that. Get him, get him young. That's what I say. Uh, at twelve hundred points, uh, it is an easy sell. Mm, seems a bit expensive to me, but you know. Uh, plus, the wee one would have held his breath and turned Sonic blue if I didn't buy it. Oh, a bit of emotional blackmail going on there. Also, it's impossible to suffocate yourself. You should have let him do it. He wouldn't get up there. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, That's uh-huh. good parenting advice from Ginny. Yeah. yeah just let so, him... uh, if, a, if a kid tried to suffocate himself while uh, I'll breath, I'll go. Try it. Uh, Try apart, it all now, day. Can I, just, can I just add, if they put a plastic bag on their head, maybe... Oh, that's different. If they use tools, then you've got to step in. Yeah, you've got to step in then. Oh, that was against the rules, though. In. Yeah. I make rules. <laughs> you can hold your breath, but there's no plastic yeah. bags allowed. Put the rules up. Rules. Number one, Lillian cannot go outside ever again. But... I don't know what that is. No. You don't remember that? Eddie Murphy Raw? Oh, uh, no. yeah, but that's oh, a long class. time since I've seen that film. Yeah, it's been a while. And I pre- Watch it again, I preferred, it's still funny. No, I prefer Delirious. I, did, I heard I you just preferred... jokes about me. No, you didn't. Maybe I didn't. Delirious I, is good, too. I'm not going to say bad things I prefer about Delirious. Raw's the yeah. one where he, he's, he's like really careful about what he says. Like He's, he's like, oh... Kind of. He says a lot of nasty yeah, stuff. Raw's like, Raw, the one where he talks about rock, uh, Rocky. He says, hey. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rocky! What'd we, you say? <laughs> what was it? Uh, two white guys fighting for the heavyweight championship of the world? Man, that's Spielberg something else. <laughs> Which is the one with the fire shoot out my dick? <laughs> that's raw. Is that in raw? That's kind of funny. <laughs> Let me get this straight. You're having a burning sensation of some kind? <laughs> no, fire shoot out my dick. <laughs> uh, but Delirious is the one where he has yeah. the, the cookouts. Hey, Gus, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Why is the fire so big? Fuck Look at that Gus. Shit, Gus. It's a motherfucking ridiculous... I kicked the fucker dog. And, and uh, ice cream is the one that everyone remembers, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. raw too. Ice cream. Oh no, that's in delirious. Oh, that's delirious. That's definitely uh, delirious. Raw is where he talks about the hamburger. And he's got the oh bread. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. Um, this is the one where he talks about half. I want half. Half. That's raw. That's raw, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that bit goes on a bit too long. It does. The, the, the delirious one. Where he says, you know, he's scared of AIDS and HIV, and he says, yeah. soon one day he's going to put your dick in a woman. And your dick explodes. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was it wasn't very politically correct. No, but he was he was twenty two. He could he yeah, was kind of like crazy about that. He wasn't but... doing Disney movies back then. And, he uh, wasn't. He's a he's a he's a father now and everything. Yes so. he is. Anyway, we've anyway, we're again, only half time. this email. <laughs> we should do the stand up comedy. Uh, I, know, yeah. I think it's about Sonic. I think, In fact, we no. should just start it there because this is pretty much more about stand up comedy. Anyway, he says the new game blends the old with the new very nicely and has tossed the chubby little Sonic and gone with the taller current version. See, I don't like the taller current version. Uh, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
No one likes skinny Sonic. Is I, no, I don't like skinny Sonic at all. So. Fat Sonic is the one that everyone yeah, likes. Yeah, that's what you want. Fat one. Rolls in the ball. Oh, uh, you want him with diabetes and heart disease. That's cute. That's fun. Yeah, so encourage that in our video game characters. That's great. Look, kids in America these days, they Thank associate you for supporting my cause, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they, know, they know what they look like. They want to look for type 2 diabetes. Hey, Mario yeah, guess- has been chubby. For 25 years, it's done yeah. him no harm. He always gets the push. It's healthy and normal to be a bit, have a bit of fat on you, isn't it? No. Anyway, carrying on. Uh, he's still a side-scroller and looks pretty, but the difficulty has been ramped considerably. Sonic and Tails work the levels side by side, which allows some clever combo moves and in turn sets up the new board designs. The Chaos Emeralds are back and so are the original half-pipes. Uh, in the end, or as, or as far as my son and I have made it, we both agree it's fun to play and it hasn't lost a classic Sonic feel. Come anyway, on. can't get enough. Keep up the great work. P.S. Can Duke find the sound clip from the Commodore 64 game Mission Impossible? It said, stay a while, stay forever. It brings uh, back some old school memories for old guys like us, at least. I'm sure you can probably find that if you look at it. see what I can do. If you can do that before the end of the show. Which what is, is it? Stay a while, stay together? Yep. Stay a while, stay forever, apparently. Uh-huh. Mission Impossible. Uh-huh. Uh, Commodore 64. There you go. Maybe. I'll see what I can do. I can't promise nothing, but I mean, met. maybe... Um, hang on a second. Stay a while, stay forever. There you, there you go. go. I'm impressed. That was uh, what? That was pretty quick. I was expecting yeah, it for baby. the end of the show, but you know, which is fascinating. Duchess brought me my iPod so I can put the thing in to get dog food. Thank you, Duchess. So you can do what? I'm going to get dog food tomorrow. On your iPod? I'm going to put a note into myself those, on the those iPod. Apps. Those apps are getting pretty advanced. <laughs> it made no yeah. sense whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, the Duchess brought my iPod so we could do the thing where I put the dog food in. What? <laughs> dog that food in game? Get in there. Game? What is that? Yeah. Anyway, right. um, that is time for shout-outs, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, guys, so let's do this. I'm going to start off first. I've got... It's time for a Colbert Report shout-out. Hey! <laughs> I've got quite a big shout-out here, first of all, I have to say. Go ahead. Shout-out. Yeah. yeah. It is to Murphy. It is to Murphy, oh, off the overseas snap. connection, because he's making a conscious effort to say, I couldn't care less. And I'm very impressed with him, to be honest. <laughs> really? Yeah, but and then I also... Yeah, but then, no, but then I also feel like, look, right, if you say I could care less, just say it. You know what? That's that's what you say, you know. But look, he's doing it. I'm impressed. He's done it. This week I was listening to the show, and he said it twice, and both times he said... I couldn't care less. I was like, woohoo, he said it twice. So there you go. So yeah, I'm Easily very impressed. Amused. I am, I am, buddy. Uh, it was very noticeable, though, you know, when you really do, because obviously, you know, you're used to him saying, I could care less, yeah. and then he suddenly didn't, and I was like, woohoo, he's finally got. What were you like? Woo! <laughs> yeah. I thought there was an L in there somewhere. Woo! Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for me, really, and just uh, obviously the usual thanks to everyone for listening thing. Everybody, you email. Keep getting loads of emails. Keep them coming. We like the emails. Keep them coming. So, you know what else we like? I don't know. What else do we like? iTunes reviews. Well, no, not that so much. I mean, I do like I've that, got, but I've got that. there's another form of communication I really like. Oh, oh the, the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Hit it. 
saw a pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. <laughs> have we got any of those this week? I think we probably have, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. I don't follow Twitter. I don't know what for nerds. Got. I don't know what we've got. I mean, I did. Uh, actually, we'll have to do that next week because I haven't got around to doing it. Do this it week. next week. We do did, it live next we week. Did, we did. We did. I did the gaming dreams thing. Does anyone have any dreams about games and so oh, yeah, We'll do that, that next. Week. We'll do that next week. We'll save we'll do it. Do it next week. We'll send save. in your dreams, people. If you yeah. haven't sent them in already, do it on Twitter. Yeah, we've got we've got quite a few on the old Facebook and on the forums. So I'll wait. There's only a few though. Facebook. So cool. You want to be my friend on the Facebook? <laughs> Luckily, I haven't got one for the forums, but yes, we've got some on the forums. The forums, oh, I got forums. Bowling. <laughs> Um, so yes, I feel like everywhere you say I have a theme song. For. I know. I took so, a crap this week. Took a crap in the toilet. Uh, well, we've got that, haven't we already? <laughs> so anyway, Duke, shout out. You've after me, and then yeah, you're to really digress. Me, huh? Yes, we have a new member. Yay! Be love, yo. Uh, yes, very active. We like active members. Keep it yes. coming. Welcome, be love, yo. And it's a cool name. Yes, uh, Turtle Five Hundred Two. Hey, buddy, check the red box. I told him about, he was like, I don't have Max Payne 3. I'm like, do you have Redbox where you are? Maybe they'll have it. Because I got lucky. Uh, there were some people who couldn't make the play date, but they RSVP'd anyway to let us know they could not make it. Uh, Stulek and Turtle502. So there you go. Combat Chinos. Oh, it was awesome. He had uh, this awesome experience. I had it when I was watching Videodrome because I've listened to techno music for many, many years. And there are a lot of songs that have these samples from movies that I haven't seen. So I'm like, I've heard the song. I've heard the sample in the song a whole lot. And then like, I haven't seen the movie. And then I see the movie and I'm like, oh, my God, that's where that's from. That's so cool. So I don't think this was the first time he'd watched this. But it was, a fir- it was the first time in a while, apparently. So he was watching 2001. And, uh, of course, there's a point in that movie where you hear this. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. <laughs> so when that happened in the movie, he had a big lull moment. And uh, so, yeah, he had to send me a message on Xbox Live. So I appreciate that. Uh, and then my last shout out is to Blue Hellman. And he said, quote, Duke, you, Chin, and Stu need your own personal theme song for the show, like a boxer entering the ring. Just a suggestion, and I don't even know the words, but I do know the chorus to Kanye's Monster. Fits you good. Everybody knows you're a dot, dot, dot. Have a smiley face. You now, hate that song because of the music. <laughs> interestingly, interestingly, Chini used to have one of those on the Overseas Connection, didn't you? Do you remember? Yeah. You used to introduce yourself with the, was it Steptoe and Son? Yeah. The theme off that, wasn't it? Yeah. And now he has this. That's the way you real diva like the flower sit. What is say, that song, by I, the way? What is that song? What, that song? Yeah. Uh, it's Missy Elliott, um, Slide, oh. I think. Slide. <laughs> Dip. <laughs> Shake. Oh, my God. Anyway, on. just before we That's move on. Do like this. I don't hate the song, Monster. I hate the video. Just yeah, before, no, that's what I said. You had the video. Right. Just before we move on to Chini. Um, I'm sorry, I, you had that song because of the video, is what I said. Sorry. Well, but I don't hate the song. It's the a good song's song. fine. Whatever. Um, anyway, anyway, go ahead. Anyway, yeah. You know, you know, we always say to new members, what would you like to hear us talk about on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, and Beluvio put, uh, here in the vets, talk about what's really wrong with The Witcher 2. Ha 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 
<laughs> so we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. Um, so there you go. Well, to be so, fair, like, I probably have a very different opinion about that if we were to talk about it now. So. Yeah. Anyway, well, look, you need to play it bloody properly. Put Skyrim down, for God's sake, and play The Witcher 2. Nope, playing Skyrim. But you'll love it. You'll love it, though. Now you're into Maybe. it. Maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll never know. know. You'll love it. Just I will play know it. Once I... He'll get right to it, too. Just stop pressurizing. If you just I'll leave try. him alone, he'll just I'll do it. I'll try not I'm going to not play it out of spite if you keep this up. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> You, you would as well. Um, <laughs> I sure would. You would. Uh, Ginny, shout outs from you. I'm going to shout out Chris MJW because, you know, what I thought about it the other day. He must feel so left out with all the play dates and everything. So I thought, you know, because he's a PS3 guy. Uh, I thought I'll give him a shout out because bless him. He's always on the uh, Facebooks and the forums and all that. So yeah. I thought I'll give him a shout out. Shout out to Christopher Lee, the actor. He turned 90. Uh, on May the 27th. The man is still going. Yep. Greatest spectacular of all time. What a legend he is. He has been in so many films. Some good, some terrible. Um, Lord of the Rings most recently, I guess, that I can think of. Well, The Hobbit he's going to be in. Yep. He was in Hugo, which was uh, Martin Scorsese's uh, effort last year. I mean, like, last year alone, he was in one, two, three, four films last year. And, he, you know, he was, he was 89 then, he's 90 now. But you know he's, what? I've got to ask the question. Has he not got enough money? How, how long is he well, going to carry just, on working like, for? Tom Jones says this. He says, you know... It's I not unusual to be <laughs> Marge, yeah. get someone, get anyone. Uh, no, he... Th- Simpson. Right, so he, yeah. he, Tom Jones said, you know, I haven't worked since 19... Valore- Sorry. It's because it doesn't feel like work. It's not work. Okay, let me let me add, let me put it another way, right? Right. Okay. BBC One go to Tom Jones, right, and go, "We want you to be on the Voice," right? And does a Tom Jones go? That's fine. I'll come on the show. Don't bother paying me. It doesn't matter because well, I don't need the money. Whatever. I don't need the money. I mean, I'll just see the do it for money, you and it's not mean? work. So I don't need pay, any money. Everyone got to pay the bills. Yeah, bollocks. Cash rules everything around. It me. does. I'm sorry. It does. Yeah, but the, your the reason why you brought this whole stupid subject up is because <laughs> Christopher Lee's still going at ninety. And does he obviously, go? Obviously, obviously. Don't worry. I'll do the hobby for free. It doesn't matter no, to me. I don't need money. But Give it to charity. Mate, no, Stu, you don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's giving it to his family or something. He knows he hasn't got long left. But anyway, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! You had to bring everything down. Right. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As well, because you're just saying Christopher Lee is still going and he's contracted to do the next Hobbit film. Bless him. Um, you see, you it's like you said you said this yourself, Ginny. You did. You oh. said if there was a man with $85 billion, right, and he lost $80 billion, he'd still have $5 billion. You don't know the facts, right. you. You don't but know. Christopher right? Lee Guarantee he'd be taking that off. money in for the Hobbit and going, I'm having it all to myself. Fuck everyone. Right? It's probably not. <laughs> He's probably he probably is donating. Oh no, we don't know, do we? we? don't know, we don't yeah, know. What well, he's... we don't know. We never will. But not Christopher Lee. He's still going. Like, I'd agree. Um, they did this stuff for free. I'll be with. Fucking shut up, right? Video games he's done <laughs> is Star Wars Battlefront Elite Squadron. He did. Uh, he did all, a lot of the uh, Lord of the Rings, Kingdom Hearts two, EverQuest two, uh, Conquest, uh, the Rocky Interactive horror show he's done. Golden Eye Rogue Agent he was in. I'm just going to read this whole list, huh? 
That was crap golden eye game where. How would you feel if Stu just started reading stuff out of a document? Yeah. Uh, well, when he when he does that, which he probably won't, um, we'll find out. Yeah. Oh wait, he does. I never. Do. Uh, <laughs> Are we done with the show yet? I don't know. I think dragging we're dragging on forever. He was born in 1922. I think we yeah. do have something else we have to talk about. We do. The yeah. iTunes review. Yo, yeah. yo, 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 yo
And I think that really is it now, I think. Oh, finally. Finally. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, uh, bye-bye. <laughs> Here, wait. Where's that thing I haven't played in a while? What is that thing? Did I take it out of here? Maybe I just got rid of it. I don't know. Whatever. Thanks. Goodbye. I can't sleep with a sound truck. I don't So come on, kick it on much love. That was it. I was going to say, what the hell yeah. was the thing you was going to play that you couldn't find that you found? <laughs> I couldn't find it. Was that thing that I haven't played for a while? Oh, I don't know what that thing is. Oh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, I found oh. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uh, very important that I play that. I mean, you know, it's an important. Yeah. Game. You're gonna play the the brother. Thing. Yes, and then I gotta go buy Jay Asher's book because he's gonna be at my school tomorrow. Great. Yeah. Who's Jay Asher? Yeah. Okay. Um, I need to verify the information, and I can tell you about the vacation. You got Jim Florence. Yeah. Hold on one second. Let me just put you on my brother. Hold on one second. Okay. Hello. Hi. I guess he wants me to talk to you about this. Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. They put my brother on the phone. Hello. Hi, Mr. Price. Yeah. Can I verify this information with you now? Okay. Hold on. Let me just put my brother on real quick. Hello. Hi. Can I verify this information with you? Sure. Your occupation's not listed. Hold on a second. They put my brother on the phone. Hello? Hi, are you guys having trouble? No, I'm interested. Okay. Um, could you uh, give me your occupation? Hold on, let me put my brother on real quick. Hello? Hi. It's me again. Um, let me put my brother back on. <laughs> Hello? I guess I'm just going to have to give this gift to a more qualified family. Miss, we're trying to get the verification. Okay, well, congratulations. You can receive four round-trip airline tickets. How does that sound to you? Hold on one second. Let me just put my brother on. Hello?